Alright, what's up, what's up, what's up, couple days late, we're going to do something a little bit different here for you, we're not going to do an AEW Dynamite review this week, we're going to get into some other things, and next week we promise to be back with the somewhat normal AEW Dynamite review show, we have a little bit of a different format for you, we have some new cool spots, we're going to change it up a little bit, Uh, but here we are. Cool Truth Podcast Productions, Retro Mania Wrestling Podcast Network. I can finally get it out. I was getting a little tongue twisted. I'm AC. With me, the co-host, Mr. Whitehouse, Mr. Edwards. What's up, guys? What is up? Love the love it, love it, love it. Let's try something new. It's a great night. We're gonna have some fun. Son for his birthday. AEW toy belt. The AEW ring. It's nice. on its way. We'll be in on Monday. And wow. I'm going to be up at midnight on Monday, Sunday night into Monday, midnight, so I can make sure I at least get two of those goddamn wrestlers, Cody Rhodes, Kenny Omega, You're and such a, Jackson's What a nerd. What a nerd. Very good. Very good. <laughs> what a nerd. So I got two out of the four, fellas. Edward, you leave, you leaving the house on Sunday at, at midnight to get some uh, get, get a little Cody doll or something? No, I don't. I don't think I go to Walmart.com. Walmart.com. Oh, I thought I thought you were like going to go to the store and like wait online or something. By the way, it's not a doll; it's an action figure. Action figure, man. Oh, thank you. Listen, listen. I don't want to discriminate. Dolls, action figures. You never know. You never know. It's 2020. 2020. For his sixth birthday. Is gonna have a badass birthday. So there you go. Well, that's good. When's the birthday? October. (laughs) It's never too early to start. Dude, I gotta start now. I gotta make sure I get it now. I got only got two months. Yeah, dude. Hey, here's the thing. I get the birthday out of the way. What it was? We're gonna get the the second round of the stimulus check. Then I can work on Christmas with that. And I'm golden, man. I'm golden. There you go. Perfect. You know, listen, w- listen. I'll tell you this right now. It will jump into our fantasy booking after I say this. With that <laughs> second round of stimulus, I'm gonna get something that goes pew pew. <laughs> Amen. Absolutely. <laughs> anyway, uh, maybe more, maybe more, maybe more than a something. You know, maybe a little throwing on another so- couple somethings. You never know what could happen. But uh, tonight, tonight, uh, since we decided not to review Dynamite for the week. Um, and boy, in, did we pick a great week to do that! In, in, in theory, in theory, <laughs> indeed. In, in theory. <laughs> and uh, like I said, we'll be back. We'll be back with a newly formatted Dynamite review show uh, next Wednesday or Thursday morning, whenever you get it. Um, but tonight we're going to do a little bit of a. We we were talking uh, a week or two ago. I can't remember exactly, and saying that AEW should be that. Low watermark should be a million viewers, which they're not at. Um, I did read somewhere that at at one point during the show last week, they were over a million viewers at a point during the show. But let's be honest, you're not a million viewers until it's the whole show. Um, and we could get into the de- the ratings demos and the demigods and the demo gods and all this crap, but it really doesn't matter. The bottom line is we all agree that this is a show that probably should be over that range. Um, And we're going to try to figure out tonight 
how to get it there. Probably scrapping the trios titles is a good way, to, good place to start. But yeah, I know they don't have them yet. But we're gonna we're throwing them out right here. Just wow, kidding. Just kidding. Shot, Edwards. Already one thing. One thing I want to throw. Well, of course. I mean, I want. I want you to squeeze down on the handles of your chair, like like always. <laughs> I want. I'm going to give you some good. Uh, I'm going to give you some good whiteout material for next week tonight. Um, oh boy, my top with my wine couple things on here. I think you're going to. Yeah, I think so. We might have to. We might have to just make it a whole new show. <laughs> anyway, um, before before we get into the actual uh, breaking it down. I did read something interesting, um, I think it was yesterday, that the combined rating of Dynamite and NXT, the average, beat the last hour of Raw this week. You know what? I saw that too, and I thought I was reading it wrong. Wow. You were not reading it wrong. Yeah, I thought I read it wrong. That's pretty interesting. That's pretty interesting. I mean, I I, 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 in a while, but I, I haven't either. It but doesn't sound good. No. <laughs> <Jeez>. <laughs> McMahon's in his office, you know, uh, wiping uh, hand sanitizer again. Uh, anyway, um, <laughs> to get into this, uh, to get into this uh, rebooking or whatever we're gonna call, it. we'll call it a, a rebook or. A reset, our our little fantasy reset, our little fantasy reboot here, uh, rebook here. Um, you know, I think I think the, the first place we should go here is probably like an overall view of where we each think they are. So, Edwards, why don't you jump in first? I'll put you on the spot. Give me okay. a little overall of where you think they are, and I think that's a good place to get us. Where do we think they are, and where do we think they need to go? Type of thing. Well, I'll tell you this. I have, and I'll throw it back to you. You can tell me if you want sure. me to approach it this way. But I'm thinking to myself, if the goal is this Wednesday, the three of us walk in, Khan says you're the new creative team, I'm stepping back, and so are the EVPs. Get me to a million this Wednesday. I came up with a scenario, uh, basically two scenarios that will bleed into one because I figured... If we got to get them to one million this Wednesday night, this is the way to do it. Now I don't know if you want me to throw it all out and then go from there to fill out the show, see what you think about this idea. Not, I, not, I, I wouldn't say not yet. I mean, re- really, what I was going for more is where do you where do you think they are? Like coming out of Dynamite this past week. Um, you know, we didn't do a review show, so basically, okay, so. it's almost like a quick micro review, so people know where we're at. Because when we when we left last week, we were pretty high on what they were doing, and just through conversations we've had together, I'm not so sure we're all still there. So that that's really, I, I'm just kind of trying to set the table before we get into specifics. Okay, I'll say it this way: I I thought the show this week was pretty below average, but. The meat and potatoes of the show, I think, came out of MJF's promo. Mm -hmm. And that, I think, is the basis of where you can go from there. Because the rest of the show, I thought, was really, I'll just say it, pretty bad. Yeah, it was, uh, I I mean, I would use the word chaotic in a lot of places. Uh, 
I agree with you. I think MJF promo was was one of the two uh, major bright spots. Uh, and I and also, the FDR. The FDR yeah, he, was part of it. Right. Yeah, I would go to the FDR contract signing and the, uh, you know, Arn being there and Hangman being involved. And there, there was just, it, it, there was a lot, there, like you said, there was a lot of meat and potatoes kind of there too. Um, but I, I don't, I don't know that the matches were that great. And, uh, you know, in our, in our conversations, we all kind of agreed that you book a tornado tag as your main event and almost every match was a tornado tag. It was just very strange. Um, and I think, I think the people viewing it would agree with that too. And then, you know, um, you know, from the early on, the 10 man was kind of chaotic, uh, the tag team title match, which, you know, and uh, White House, I'll kick it to you after this. I mean, you know, again, from our conversations, I thought we all were pretty high on what uh, Dark Order, um, what Evil Uno, and, uh, and uh, here we go again. This poor son of a bitch. I always forget his Stu name. Stu Grayson. Stu Grayson, thank you. Um, cool. I, I don't know why I always forget his name. So I, You know what it is? When I look at him, I don't see Stu Grayson, and I think that's why I always forget. But whatever the case may be, I listen, I've had regular customers for two years bartending, and I didn't know their name, but I knew what they drink, what they eat, where they go on vacation. I didn't know their name. It's weird. But anyway, I digress. Mr. Whitehouse, your thoughts on the sure. state of AEW coming out of this week's Dynamite? The best analogy I can come up with the show that we that we witnessed on Wednesday night is the creative took a step back and they allowed somebody with ADD, who wasn't on his meds, <laughs> to run the show. That's fair. <laughs> it was all over the place. Um, I'm not trying to insult anybody with ADD. My oldest son has it. Um, Andrea's oldest son has it as well. So I'm not insulting anybody on it. I'm just trying to give an example of where of that's the best way I can ex- describe how I felt it was all over the place. Um, from what we saw last week, and when we all agreed last week, we thought it was going really the way that we wanted it to go and we where we see it to go. And there's this positive, especially coming out of what, you know, Fighter Fest or whatever. We thought last week, okay, they're coming out of that cluster. Here we go. And then we get this. Then we got this slop. Um, you know, it, 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 I know it's only one week, one show, but it, it's still it's just, a pattern. It's frustrating. It, it, it is a pattern, pattern though. because it yeah. feels like they do that. They yeah. two weeks will get good, a week or two will get that, and it's, it's just a back and forth. And and I don't know if they need to get back on their meds or what to be consistent, but it's just. I just want to see consistency, you know. Um, we get we get a light of it, and we get our tease of it, and, and then nothing. And then we get arguably who could be one of the best heels in the business, spending two hours in a chair with one of the greatest promo wrestlers of all time in his chair to his right. I mean, how do you do that? I, you know, so that's kind of where I'm at with them. With last week, but overall, I think they they should be doing more with the talent they have. Wherein lies what we're doing tonight. Yeah, 
Yeah, abs- I mean, I, I mean, I agree. Definitely agree. Uh, they got to be doing more. Um, if, if for me, uh, if I if I had to look to a starting point um, with the FTR spot, you see, I think they're okay with the with the AEW championship. You have the the good feud with Moxley and Cage right now with Taz <laughs> being involved, and now you have this kind of secondary situation building with MJF. So there, there's a there's a lot going on there for, for Moxley carrying the belt. Um, yeah. JR, JR screams about he's the face of the company. Uh, I'm not so sure they've really presented it that way very well yet, but having said that, you obviously do have a lot of substance there. Um, you have a lot. You could have a lot of substance with the tag team division, and it, I mean, a starting point for me, if I was going to start rebooking AEW, is what we've said probably a thousand times on this show, and it's getting the tag team titles on a real tag team, and getting Omega and Page into different things. Um, right off, that to me, that's almost like I'd almost. Start the show. I, I don't know if you'd start the show with it, but you never know. You could. I mean, listen. When they won it, didn't they? Didn't they start the show that way when they were on the boat? They had a tag yep. team title match. Nobody thought they're going to win. They won the titles. You know, maybe a little deja vu there. Um, I think that could be um, a really good reset point. Um, I also think something needs to progress for Cody with the TNT title. Uh, I don't know that these challenges are the way to go anymore. You know, we we saw today that they've signed Eddie Kingston, so our thoughts were accurate with that one. Now, we didn't talk about it yet, but I don't want to sit here. Two weeks from now, we're like, well, they signed Warhorse. <laughs> you know, when Edwards gave that warning, like, you don't have to sign everybody, Cody Fights. You found the guy this week that you don't have to sign. <laughs> I think I think we're all kind of, <laughs> I think we're all kind of in agreement on that one. So I mean a good a good starting point for me, um, and maybe we could go there is the tag division and um, even even if it's a dark order rematch, um, I don't I don't know. A, a Lucha Brothers come out of nowhere. And uh, get a tag title win, and they get back involved in the thing. We didn't see them this week, which, I mean, it's kind of par for the course, right? We're all excited. Oh, Lucha Brothers, you know, look, at he, he ripped the mask off the whole thing, and we, we don't see the – I don't even think we've talked about this yet. Uh, we don't see the Lucha Brothers. Uh, it's kind of par for the course, and it's kind of like where you get that chaotic kind of week-to-week who's running the show type of thing. Um, and I think stabilizing – Stabilizing your entire title picture, to me, is a good place to start with everything. I don't know White House. I don't know where you're headed, but that to me, that's that's a big start there. Well, you brought that one up, and that's a good one. That, that was definitely one of my ten. Okay. Um, I didn't have a particular order, but that was definitely one of the ten that I wrote down just so I wouldn't forget. Um, and I think that was exactly one of the first things that that if if anybody were to take over the book, they would want to do. Get those belts off these two guys. Get them back in singles. Um, I actually have a plan, but we'll get back to that one a little bit later. I don't want that's that's that, that that's for that's, a, that, a different. That, that's a different part. It's of like a grand a grand finale. <laughs> not a grand finale. We can throw that in the middle if you want. 
But you know, get the get the belts off them. You know, either put them on the Bucks and have FTR chase them, or I think that would be a good way to get that spike that million up. I I, I think that would be, you know, I think there's a there's three or four different ways you can go. But for me, when I look at the order, having FTR chase the Bucks, you know, that, now, that's where I kind of would start. Now I agree. I agree with you if you're talking about a long, a longer program, putting them on somebody else is better. But you know, Edwards, I'll kick it to you on this one. You were talking about just a few minutes ago. If the task at hand was we need a million this week, would FTR getting we they signed the contracts? They're getting a title shot this week on Dynamite. Winner takes all. Tag team title shot, FDR versus versus Omega and Page, and you blast that out on social media. Um, one of the bigger matches you can make for AEW right now. So my specific idea for this show mm-hmm. is two parts. Okay, and the first part starts with, and you can blast it out on social media if you want, but the nine o'clock hour basically is going to end with FTR defeat Agent Omega for the belts and we're going to go back to FTR put out a tweet about the rankings mm-hmm. and they said um, and Tony Khan responded you guys have to be under contract before we can include you in the ratings Right. so piggybacking off last week's episode or this week's episode they're signed now because they showed the contract signing Yes. so why not this week it's just a part of my grand scheme, remind you. But yeah, uh, that's how the uh, first hour for my idea would uh, would end the show. FTR holding up the titles, and by the way, there will be some uh, some dirtiness going on in the finish as to how they. Won. See, yeah, because that, that that brings me to how how they were to lose them. It, for me, I would I would book it as Paige turning on Omega. We're on the same wavelength, absolutely. All right, I, I had a feeling that's where you guys were going. And that see yeah. see now you see now we're on to something. If you're if you're looking for the, I don't want to call it a quick fix because I think it's a it's it's more than an instant gratification thing. It is instant gratification, but it also would make sense to where where do we go from here. So I don't want to, you know, when when we say, how are we going to get the million this week? I don't necessarily think you should book the show that way. But right. if you if you want to, I, I think if you want to get the audience excited quickly, this is the way you can do it. Yeah. And let's face it, we've talked a lot about FTR chasing. We haven't talked a lot about FTR carrying the titles for a long time and being the gold standard of the tag gold team standard, division. Right. And, right. And, and, and I'm glad you worded it that way because most of my ideas aren't for that instant instant million. Mine is, it's, I think they can lead, I believe they will lead towards a million. And so I kind of, but this but this one, having, having, having Paige turn on Kenny, it, will, it leads into my grandmaster yeah. idea that I have. Because it, it, it separates them. It does, well, I think it's a, a dual, it, it's a dual accomplishment. It's a dual, it, it gives yes, you that exactly. instant shock value, exactly. but it also gives you exactly. 
it also gives you storytelling it, for it all out. Put, right. Because we it have to we have to consider all out. out. Right. We yeah. have to consider all out in this book. Yeah. And 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 what and and my, and my grandmaster how I have this played out. A lot of it has to do with the fallout. Pardon the pun. The fallout of all out. You know, and and and, and, and after that, and, and a lot will happen, and a lot will happen at all out. And then they're gonna fall out feeling, in the fall. I have a feeling we're all headed to the same place, but it's just gonna depend on when and where. Yeah, yeah. Right. <laughs> you know, and, and I, I mean, I think you, you you got you got to consider all out. Uh, they yeah. usually do a November pay per view, and yeah. something else to consider. Smack dab in the middle of that is the one year anniversary of Dynamite, which is yep. the first week yep. of October. So the, AEW has a lot a lot to do this fall. Yep. Um, yep. And, I, you know, we don't know what the situation is going to be fan-wise. I, 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 my, my guess is to assume we're status quo at that point and everything's happening at dailies. Until we see something different, we just have to assume that everything's going to happen at dailies. Yeah. Uh, so we're all in agreement. Well, These belts are getting moved on this week's show. One, this, yeah. This week's show. And, okay. and, and there's two things I would do before the show started if I got the book. Okay. I would have Tony Khan. I would have Tony Khan announce that he just signed Tessa Blanchard. And I would have. Well, he's Tony got to sign her first, though. Well, I'm just saying. But I'm saying if I was, what what he said is if it was fantasy booking, and that's what number one was sign Tessa Blanchard, and then number two is have Tony announce that Dynamite's going from two hours to three. Well, that's the rumor that... That's I re- actually a, read that today. See, I, I, re- I read it too. I think, see... And I'm not, I'm, not down, I'm not disparaging your idea of bringing Tessa Blanchard, but I think for the sake of this argument, we could only go on who's there now. You know what I mean? Because then we're... Oh, I know, I agree, but it's called fancy booking, right? Right, right, but I, what I'm saying yeah, is I that's fancy. that's like... I'm, I'm more, more, more so than fantasy booking. It's how, how are you with what you have? Because we don't know what they don't have. We know what they have. We don't right. know what's coming three weeks from now. So we, we can only go on what they have. We, I, I don't know that we want to start going down a road of they bring in this guy, they could do this, well, or they bring that, in this no, girl, they could the do that. One. That was the only one. I okay, wanted. all right, that was the all only right. One. And I'm not, I'm not disagreeing with it because you know I love, right. I love Tessa. That's Blanchard. the only one. That's uh, the but only one that's that's, that's that would help to get to what that goal was a million clearly she would help that. she she would pop a rating for sure she would pop a rating absolutely she popped something that wouldn't be the first time won't be the last uh-huh. i haven't seen much of penelope lately i need something oh what's up with that yeah there's, there, there we go. Add it to the list. More Penelope. I'm not even going to have to ra- Well, she'll probably be part of the... Uh... See, watch Dark. Watch Dark. She looked pretty hot on Dark this past week. Yeah, I'll get to it. Yeah, yeah watch Dark. Dark's not a priority for me yet. No, but it, she, was, she was pretty hot on her. You'll be very Especially happy. at two hours. I only have so much time, you know. Fast forward to the stuff you don't want to watch. Yeah, but I don't know what I don't want to watch. You know what I mean? Like when I turn on a wrestling show, I don't. I just, I don't know. I just get weird about fast forwarding through shits because I, I feel like I'm gonna miss something. Like I feel like I should either just watch it or not watch it. I don't know. That's just the way I am. No, I, I, I hear you. So anyway, so I think we're all in agreement on where, where to begin, 
tag team title wise and what yeah. to do about what to do about Page and Omega um from here on out. Uh you know, having another part of this whole thing, I think getting some bigger production out of some really good guys would help a lot too. Uh you know, Archer, we get the great backstage spot last week. We're all excited about it again. All they're they're gonna do something with Archer. And he's a fucking cheerleader this week with Snake in the crowd. <laughs> um, this is something, like, I, listen, I don't have a problem with them putting wrestlers in the crowd. But to me, I don't need Lance Archer in the crowd. You want to put Billy Gunn out there? Salute. You know what I mean? You want to, people you use here and there? Okay, cool. Every now and then you want to put, like, a manager in the crowd as, like, a scout? Okay. You want to do a little surprise? All right. Do we need Lance Archer? Do we need Snake in the crowd? I mean... I, you know, there's I, uh, bigger things could be done with these people, which would I, I think give the show a better flow, but also give it break it up a little. Where it's this week was a lot of spot matches, flippity floppity, flippity flu, you know, chaos, this, that, and the other. We didn't get a lot of those. We got a couple, like we talked about MJF. The the contract signing were great. But we need, last week you had a bunch of little two-minute backstage spots that were really cool, and they kind of went away from that again this week. I just think a lot, a lot of what comes with this fantasy booking is getting the show on a path, getting the show on a structure, and staying with it weekly. Not that it has to be the same show every week. I'm not saying that. But I think a little bit of, you know, kind of just getting to a flow instead of all over the place. He actually tweeted um, yesterday, and he goes, we watched uh, AEW wrestling very carefully, he meaning the Murder Hawk Monster Lance, that's what Lance, uh, Lance uh, Archer, that's his uh, Twitter, Twitter name, uh, we watched uh, AEW wrestling very carefully from ringside last night, we have a very devious plan, you will not be ready for AEW. So, it ends an Instagram uh, picture of him. Cool. And yeah, you know, so, so we got we got. I don't know tweet. what this is a part of, but it it, it Lance is pretty cool on Twitter. You no, know, no, he is. You know. But let me let me. You know what, Edwards? I'll ask you this. And you know, when I when I said social media earlier, my whole thing is promoting on social media what's going to be on the show. Having something like that play out on social media where. It, it's to me that's reactive. Where they might have they yeah. might have saw a lot of tweets like where the fuck's Lance Archer? So hey Lance, go tweets. Oh, we were watching. You know, it's 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 goofy. Like that's not the way to me. It's supposed to work uh, because not enough people are going to see that tweet and then go, oh, I better watch this week. Who knows what Lance Archer is going to do? What if Lance Archer and Snake cut another promo during the show? Wouldn't that be more? Um, powerful than some tweet in the middle of the week. I guess. I mean, it's either reactionary or they do have a plan for him. But if I had to make a bet, it's they don't have a plan for him and they're just reacting. Yeah, you know what I mean. Yeah, so, I mean that's. I mean, if we base that on what we've seen thus far, right? Yeah, there's no plan. You know. And how don't you have a plan 
for a big guy like that with that talent is just mind-boggling. For me, I didn't, I didn't give it thought as we were, uh, you know, preparing for the show after we came up with this, you know, an hour ago. But right. I think for for me, I think he would. I don't know. What do you guys think about this? Let's just uh, let's take Archer and put him with Luchasaurus for All Out, okay. and let's have him start picking off. You know, start with Marco Stunt, destroy him, and then go to Jungle Boy, and then go to Luchasaurus. Yeah. Let's see what Luchasaurus can do. Two big men. Let's see what happens with it. Sign me up. It's something. I, I, it's something. <laughs> One, two, Luchasaurus, outside of the dumbass gimmick he has, the guy can go. We just yeah. see glimpses of it. But right. it's just he's stuck in this, in this character. He's stuck in this... So let me let me ask you let me ask you guys this though if if they were to go that route, I don't think it has to stay with just Luchasaurus. No, maybe that's part of it, but this could be a big spot for Jungle Boy also. Yeah, no, no, no. I agree. I disagree because I think Jungle Boy has to get picked off first. Now, keep in mind this is Archer. all right. Now, like, I get what oh, you're saying. This is Archer. Yeah, I, I, like, right. We're going all in with Archer. Right, so you, I, I, I kind of want to see him want to fuck up some of these little guys and just throw them around the ring, too. You're right. right. Yeah, you're right. <laughs> but you could probably get both that way. You're right. Yeah, but we could we could fix Jungle Boy later. I, we all like Jungle Boy. So we'll, yeah, I don't, we'll yeah, we don't need... He, yeah. Well, I want him back with FTR in the program. A long, steady program. Not an in and out. You know what I mean? Wait, not FTR. Sorry, MJF. I want him back with MJF. Uh, yeah, not yeah, but see now you're going off the rails because we're assuming MJF is headed in a very different direction right oh, now. Oh, we're go- we're gonna get there. We're gonna okay. get there. <laughs> okay. Okay. All right. So you have something. You have something to go to go on with that. All right. So let, let me let me just throw this out because yeah, go ahead, go just throw. Right, let's right, go. So, let's go with it. Let's, right. let's start getting right. into the meat of meat and potatoes right. of this. I have something for MJF too, so I'm curious to know what yours is. Okay, Edwards, so, you go. Then White House, you go. This is what I would love to see. So, if if it was all up to me and you guys approve, because we are obviously the creative team here, my idea would be to open the show, and I, it's not going to be as detailed as you think it is, but I'll throw it out. Open the show with the highlights of MJF's promo last week, and I don't know if you specifically remember him saying this idea of a cosplay character and that's the stone cold truth so he's banging on moxley for trying to be stone cold he's doing uh-huh. the whole thing right uh-huh so let's o- let's open with that and then have moxley showing up at the arena alone like he does outside whatever throwing things pissed off where's mjf i'm gonna kick his ass i'm gonna kick his ass i'm gonna kick his ass Maybe about 8.30, right before the tag team title match that we already booked starts. You show him again in the back, and this time he's okay. he's outside uh, Tony Khan's office door. And then at about, after the tag match, at about 8.58, to get that overhang rating, you see the door open and Tony Khan comes out and he says, I, I, I said I would never do this, but I have to do it. Because I am uh, Moxley's calling him out. He goes to meet Moxley in the ring. They go to commercial, and it comes back. Now we're at 9 o'clock. Moxley's insisting he wants MJF, and he wants to kill him now. MJF comes out, 
Tony Khan books the match. This is the main event for tonight. If you want them, you want to defend, you're the champ. You got it. The main event for tonight would be MJF versus Moxley. Now, do you want me to keep going or should I let it hang there? Well, you definitely went down a different road than I did, so keep going. Okay. (laughs) For the title, there will come a time during the match where Wardlow is distracting the referee, and at that point, FTR with their titles come out. And went down a different road than me. (laughs) Hit Moxley as the ref is distracted. And at that point, MJF pins Moxley for the one, two, three. He is your champion. Post-match, because Adam Cole lost the titles for Omega when he abandoned him during the FTR match, he comes out too. And then Spears comes out. (laughs) And then they all beat down Moxley. Now, where do we go from here? Stay with me here. At that point, the Bucks come out. Omega comes out because a, a bomb just went off. What the hell happened? Tully's in the ring, right? Cody comes out. You have FTR take out the Bucks. That sets up your new your new feud going into All Out for the titles, right? Yeah, you definitely went a different way than I go. You have you have Page and Omega square cool. off, yep. right? Page yep. beats down Omega, however you want to do yep. it. That's fine. That sets up that match. And then we leave Cody and Spears. Spears loads up the glove. Boom. Down goes Cody. So now you have the elite and John Moxley left lying with the new faction that we want to see. Now, it's not four, but I guess we're looking at, what, six guys? And that's how you close the show. So there's so much stuff you can do moving forward out of that, right? So my idea is to get a million people. First of all, you're, you're threading it with Moxley to the end. You're setting up a new champion. You got the tag team champions changing place. You got heel turns. And you also have Tony Khan on the show. Like, if, if you saw that 858, oh, my God, Tony's going on the show. He's going out to the ring. You know, would that pop Twitter? Maybe. But I think that from the, from the tag match all the way to the end of the show, I think you're going to be hooked. That could get them a million. Plus... You're jumping off with this new faction. Oh, my God, it happened. Look at this. It's crazy. What do you guys think? Yeah, yours is good, man. That's that definitely took – yeah. My, my, how, it's funny. I have something slimmer, similar to that. I figured you would. <laughs> but not exactly like that. Okay. It's because you went to the top – see, you went with the heavyweight championship. See, how I get to where you are is as, as AC started off when he mentioned – Let's take the tag belts off, um, off page and uh, hangman, obviously. But he mm-hmm. also mentioned, gotta get the TNT title off Cody. Okay, I didn't, I didn't, I didn't say get off. I just think they gotta. Get off, but no, I you gotta get get off the uh, get off of the weekly challenge. BS. Okay, get off the weekly challenge. But I went a step further. Than okay. That, I oh wow. Okay. okay. Um. I have, I have, I have dynamite opening with Cody in the ring, pissed off, and he's pissed off because because of that promo MJF cut, and he has a problem with that, and basically Cody does the Cody thing, calls MJ out, uh, MJF out to the ring, and says, "You want a title match? I'll give you a title match right now," and you know, 
MJF goes, no, 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 I don't want that, blah, 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 blah. And, uh, and somehow, how they get into the dialogue, however, but Cody gets him to take the match. And, and that's the, and that's the, and, and with Wardlow's help, he knocks Arn out, and throughout the match, it's mucky the waters a little bit, Wardlow gets involved, MJF captures the title he doesn't want. Kind of like a, a NATO with the Intercontinental. Mm. Similar to that. He captures the title he doesn't want. And, and now you took, now you got Cody, you free Cody off that. And, and then, and then you have how, um, and this, and again, this, this, this feud with Cody kind of carries, oh, carries into, um, into all out. All out, all the way through. All the way through to all out. And then you have FTR. They capture, they capture the tag team titles at all out with the help of Tully. Tully gets in the ring with FTR, grabs a mic, and he goes, uh, basically Tully does this thing, sick and tired of seeing this, that, and everything else. And he wants, he wants thoroughbreds. He wants to manage thoroughbreds. He wants to manage champions. So all of a sudden you hear Hangman Page's music. And, and, uh, Hangman comes out. And there's your three. And then obviously Tully has Spears. Here's your four. And you think that's it. And then, um, and then all of a sudden you hear music that you don't even know. No one's familiar with it. And Tully goes, this is a great group of guys, but it's missing a national treasure. And then all of a sudden, Nick Aldis comes out with the, with the NWA championship. Comes out, he's your fifth member, and he challenges Cody Rhodes to Cody Aldis three. And there's your five guys. Because there's a rumor that NWA... AEW may work together down the road. I'm just getting there a little quicker or whatever, however. But that would open the doors for that. I'm not hating it. I'll tell you that. I don't I don't I don't hate I really I really don't hate either one. Um There's I, I mean obviously there's a lot of moving parts in all of it. Um yes. <sighs> It, it, again, it, it, I, I listen. I'm a I'm a fan of Aldis, so if that was was to happen, I would I, would I would never be against it. Um, because the the, re- the reason why I put Aldis in that spot for two reasons: one, you always had there was that rumor of a potential down the road of AEW working with NWA. Also, now you have the rumor of NWA possibly folding, which is uh, you have well Corrigan saying that's not true. Corrigan's not, but I'm just saying. It, it's still there. I'm not saying it's true, but the you know if it were to fold, one of the first places he would jump to would be AEW. You would think, um, just for the relationships that he had, the the, the the talk that he already had with before AEW even started. That the only reason why he stuck with N- NWA is he was going to sign, which was being loyal to NWA. Yeah, um, probably a bad so, move on his part. Uh, I mean, he's. Yeah, I mean, he gets paid well, but but if 
again, I'm looking at the fantasy booking aspect, and I know there's a lot of moving parts. But if there was a way, if there was a way for this to happen, I think Nick Aldis would be, dude, one, no one would expect it. Two, he would be that mouthpiece. And three, that that spotlight is what he's missing because he's so fucking good. I I, I just I'm not I I don't I don't know that Tony Khan wouldn't be apt to let let you know a Nick Aldis or someone come on AEW with another title or something. The one thing though is like if if you're gonna do this right, this has to be all in for AEW. This can't be like. We're gonna let shit play out in NWA here because no, no, this the, is the fact a- the, the, the right, fact of the right. matter is the audience is vastly different, um, you know, size wise. So you know, okay. uh, so that I mean that'd be again. There's there's a lot of I, just, I don't hate it. But there's just a lot of moving parts with it. I mean, that would get people to talk. I'm kind of I'm kind of built. I'm kind of with you guys in building this. You know, horseman faction, and and going and kind of going beyond the idea that it only has to be four people. Um, yeah. You know, I think there's going to be five, six. Yeah. So, which 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 I I think is good too. Um, and and I actually like the idea of getting there rather sooner rather than later because yeah. I think, you know, we use a lot of words like teasing this, teasing that, and. I think there's just too much teasing and innuendo and this could happen or that could happen. Like, yeah, like, you know, I know one of you guys said recently, like, we don't get a lot of payoffs lately. Maybe it's time to start getting some payoffs and that could be a huge payoff. And maybe FTR winning the tag titles could be a huge payoff. Um, I just think they need to get there quickly if this is where they're going. And it's not saying they need to get all the way there. You know, maybe it is FTR no, and Spears. They need to that... get there. My scenario, White House, your scenario, they can get there in an episode. Yeah, you can, and you I can think, do all I really this. Think, yeah. I really think they need to do something to that level of craziness to where they turn everything upside down. Because, my God, if you're just, why? Are you, what are you waiting for? You're waiting for crowds that may never come back. I mean, oh, like, yeah. what are we well, doing? Yeah, you can't do that. You, know? you obviously you can't do that. No, my point with not getting all the basically where I was going with it was, I could see a scenario where FTR was to win the titles. Tully Spears join FTR. You get that scenario where Hangman is the reason they lose the titles. He turns on Omega, or he. Whatever, they have a falling out, whatever it is. And then Omega, by the end of the show, joins the group and you have those four. And then the following week or the week after, now you're adding the next two parts. That's that's all I'm saying. I would agree with you. I would agree with you normally. But if I'm going for a million in one night, I'm just going to pull the trigger on all of it. And I'm going to say, you know what? F it. Let's go balls to the wall. Do it all tonight and see what happens. But do you think that would give you. The million this week or the following week? You know Both. what I'm saying? Both. Because, Both. dude, I'm telling you, if you set it up tonight and you lay the foundation, I, I'm well, saying tonight, like, you, we're there you, Wednesday night. Right. What you, need, <laughs> what you need is to sh- start the show like a ball fire 
and you need like everybody texting their boys like, "Yo, you gotta put a something big is happening tonight. You gotta put AEW on." FTR just won the titles, and Paige turned on Omega, and we got this title match and all this crazy. Mm-hmm. This guy showed and just you, maybe those teases throughout the show that give I get you, give you the payoff at the end of the show. Um, basically, you want everybody that turned it on right away to keep it on, but you also mm-hmm. want them telling. To grow up, yeah, you got to grow. The friends like, to turning on. Off. Well, you, you you've you've seen this happen before, though, in 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 wrestling and in other uh, sports and, and TV ratings, where you know five ten minutes into a match or or into a game, you know, or two quarters into a game, something epic starts happening. It starts building, and the ratings go up and up. Like a pitcher's throwing a no hitter after four right. innings, you might be like, "Hey, he's got four. And then after six innings, you're just like, dude, this guy's got a perfect game through six. And then, I, right. bro, he's in the eighth inning, and then all of a sudden it's like, boom, everybody's watching, you know? See, and that, I, I, that there is where, like, I didn't go through the specifics because I, I would let you guys produce the segments, right? So I would basically say to you guys, Moxley's <laughs> the key to that, right? So Moxley shows up. He's throwing shit. He's pissed off. Maybe in the first segment, like right out of the gate, he says, I'll put the – I'll put the effing title up tonight. Where is that little prick? Whatever. Right. You know, and then, like, keep keep going with him to where it builds up to that point where he's ready to explode. Yeah. And, and that's... Totally that's my all out. Your plan. That's where... <laughs> but that's where I go... That's where I kind of go with more... More so from a fantasy reset than a fantasy booking. Because you're almost resetting how you're doing the show where that opening match, that opening segment, and what led to that is now the building block for your entire show and you need to constantly hit that while doing other things and while you're doing other things let's face it other people are getting um huge tv time huge exposure and uh, there's a lot of pressure on the announce team and let's face it they have a, a talented announce team um that could do it but you have to do it properly where they need they need to keep that the pressure on keep the hook in keep you know even during the ladies match they need to say hey i can't believe what happened earlier but oh my god what an explosive ending we could have and i'm not so sure we get a lot of that yeah. with the AEW announced team right right and jr used to be fantastic at that um in raw i don't know if it was vince in his ear or you know Whatever, just a different structure. But it, I, my guess is, I mean, I'm going to assume that Tony and Jared could do it, and you may you may even want to just bite the bullet for a show like that and put Jericho on commentary. Because mm. he, he could clearly do you that. Totally, for you. You, you you totally killed my all out, man. You totally killed it. So so so, and and I'm not saying that as a knock. It was just, I, I I dig what you said. Well, saying. you had ten <laughs> things, so you got to have more stuff to get to. Right. <laughs> But no, no, but, but but here's the thing. Like, see, the difference between what Edwards is coming up with and what I'm coming up with is I kind of misconstrued what we're, you know, the whole getting to a million. Edwards is going, his is a sprint. He wants to get to that million now. Yes. My plans are more for how do we build up to get to the million. And, and that's the difference between us because mine, mine would work, but it needs a little time. His yeah. works instantly. It works instantly, but the idea would be, it worked instantly, but you still maintain it. Yeah, it's no, not. No, it's no, not. No, see, yeah, you're, yeah. I, it, the it, idea it, is like it, 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 
let's just say it. No, let's just say it works. If 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 it work if it if it works this week, and then you go back to chaotic the week after, then you're basically just doing the same thing again. You know, it's the definition of insanity. Exactly, because I have Cage and Mox at all out. Cage wins, and I still think I still think Cage and Mox at all out is probably what's going to happen. And what, what, what I don't what think so. I think MJF is going to. You think it so? Maybe MJF get in there somehow. It may. It may. I, I don't know. What about That's a three way? They haven't done a lot of that. What about a three way? I'm, I'm down with that. Have too. they? Have they done a three way singles match? Not really. I don't really? think they've done a lot, of, not for a title. Oh, I think they've done a lot of they've it. Done a, yeah. I mean, you have Darby, hardcore, hardcore, the hardcore Darby, matches, Janela, and Havoc. That was right, like right, a hardcore right. match, yeah. You right. know, but that was a hard right. And so there's very few. Um, but so so this is because this is how I got this is by by taking the belts off, obviously tag belts off Hangman and and, and Omega. You know, we 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 both have Hangman being part of what I call the Horsemen of the Apocalypse. Um, that's what I'm calling them. I know it's a long name. I figure we could come up with something shorter. But uh, I, you could cut I, it I, to Apocalypse. Apocalypse, right. There you, yeah, and <laughs> dude, that's you perfect know, because it's, you know, it pays tribute, but it builds off it. Like, yeah, that's yeah, perfect. You know, yeah. And, and so, so you have them part of the Apocalypse. And uh, You know what? Dude. I'm so pissed because we're not going to see this. Like this is this is awesome. <laughs> no, we're right. not. So, no, we're, no, you know what's going to happen. Dynamite's going to suck this week. You know what's going to happen. So you have Kenny in this program with with Hangman. Yes. Once that program ends, I got him in a program with Archer. And once his program with Archer, that will segue. That will segue Hangman into Cage at Double or Nothing, and that's oh. when. And that's when Kenny. Go, that's when Kenny takes takes the belt off Cage at Double or Nothing. So that's kind of how I have it mapped out for Kenny. Hmm. You know, we need it. We need then, it, We need it, We need a reality check for Kenny before that happens. But that's what but he's got a lot of time. But you you but, built it. You built the, in a lot of time. So that, but that's why I did that. Go to Hangman. Go to Archer because that Archer could bring out the nasty. That's going to bring the nasty out in Hangman. You know, and and, and so you know him going after his buddy whatever the oil man beating the shit out of him in the locker room like there's there's mental there's a mental game he could go with Archer so you you, you want to keep you want to keep well you want to keep Hangman and Omega close then no 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 Hangman 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 and Omega is your first feud that's your first feud okay because don't forget because Double or Nothing's not till like April May so yeah. we have well, you have, so, I mean, you have three pay per views in between. Yeah, right? right. So you have you have a little bit with a hangman. You go into Archer, that will lead into lead into Cage, and that will get you to double or nothing. I think I don't know. Maybe Hangman will be longer, but I figured this this. Oh, you, conf- figure, you confuse me because you put Kenny in there. That's why. I, I'm that's sorry. Where, that's where you confuse. All right, me. all right. So so the apocalypse would be the would be the thorn. And Cody's side, because now he's dealing with Spears and Aldis, a long program with Spears, a serious program with Spears. Love then it. all, and then Aldis comes out and say and says, "Hey, Cody, it's one to one revolution. 
Cody Aldis three. That's what we get at Revolution. So who's who's your apocalypse total? All the guys. I mean, I'm just trying my to get the whole picture. Yeah. Okay. My apocalypse is FTR, Spears, Adam Page, managed by Tully, and the end of at the end of All Out or some point at All Out, you think it's those four, and then Tully goes, no, 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 we got one more. And he's a national treasure. And, and you're gonna you're gonna you're gonna keep Arn with with Cody. Yes, Arn will be part of the because now because with these five guys, they're they're going to be the thorn in the side of Cody. You got Kenny, you got the Bucks, and whoever you want that fifth to be, whether it's Zack Ryder or you want it to be Cordona. somebody else. Cordona, sorry, yes. Or they could no, it's fine. I mean, I'm trying to throw the, right. the name but out there. He could be that fifth out. guy, or he could even be Matt Hardy. They could they could lug Matt Hardy back out to help with the five, and it's the elite. Or it's, I mean, I mean, it, it's no surprise. I mean, so you're, you're building like, a blood and guts Hardy, match. Well, no, <laughs> get well, him back to the blood well, and guts. Well, get the elite back together again. Get the elite to, to to form together again is because they all have something against these guys for some reason. Or it's, I mean, it's it's been no surprise. Marty Scurll has already said that he has in his contract that he could do things with AEW. Maybe Marty comes out and he's your fifth. Because Marty and Nick have a little have a little tit for tat already going on. I don't know. I know you're bringing in different things and different mixtures and it's different. But that's what I'm going for. I'm going for different. I think part of the thing of getting these guys over a million and keeping a million is you got to diff gotta be different than what's out there and and i think that dude seeing nick aldis be the sound piece for the apocalypse man uh dude if you're right, not I, gotta getting... ju- I gotta jump in. i gotta jump in. gotta jump right. in. yes i and i don't dislike anything you're saying but ac my boy all right so now at this point i'm a creative guy he's a creative guy but you my friend you're the tony <laughs> Khan. okay i got what would pick. you rather see Yes, he's putting, me, he's putting me on the spot right now. I'm putting you on the spot. His apocalypse or my apocalypse? Now I have FTR tag champs, mm-hmm. Adam Page, okay, Sean Spears, who's going to go off and have a feud with Cody for that yeah. TNT belt, and the main champion, the ace of the stable, the AEW heavyweight champion and mouthpiece MJF. Who are you going with? I, that dude, that's no brainer. Who he's going with? Come on, <laughs> shut up, no Alex. I want to. I want to hear it. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, Nick Aldis is great and all, but it. I mean, MJF, bro. Yeah. Uh, I don't. I don't see MJF in a, in, a, in a stable. I don't. I see him as a loner. I. Um, that's why I don't have MJF there. Yeah. It makes sense, but man. it makes sense. Here, it, it, well, I'm gonna, I'm gonna, I'm taking Edwards, but I'm taking. I'm gonna give you three reasons why, though. Okay. A, a, anything that raises the level of MJF, you know, I'm gonna go with, right? Plus, <laughs> that's just kind of the stable that I was look been looking for for months. Even even with Hangman now involved too, that even better. So there you go. So the third one is too. Again, I just have a hard time envisioning 
factors that I don't know. You know what I'm saying? Like, for example, for White, example. House, White House's idea is great. Yes, and I love it. I'm not saying I don't love it. I love so both why? of them. I that really happened, do. I'd be all for it. And I, and I, I wouldn't be against it. But for me to, if I'm if I'm picking right now, unless unless I have if unless I have something in my pocket that says. I have the Nick Aldis card to play at some point. Um, I don't. I don't know. I don't know that I'm going there, and I don't know that I'm putting him in the faction unless he's 100% AEW. You know, he's not. Like to me, I'm not putting him in the faction if he's still carrying the NWA title. Dude, that even makes the faction better with Tully. Having that belt there, man. That even yeah, makes but it better. but but my focus is my focus is AEW. My focus is not any. I have enough belts in AEW. I don't need the NWA title. Yeah. And the fact of the matter is, my products on TNT. Your products on YouTube. You have four people in the crowd, and you know, you know, maybe forty thousand viewers a week. We we're supposed to have a million viewers, and we're on a major TV station. If I got Nick Aldis, I need Nick Aldis to be big for me, not for me and someone else. And and that's why I would I would kind of I would I wouldn't use Marty Skrull in that spot either because I need that faction to be there every week for me well, and no, to be major. Well, Marty was Marty was helping out the elite against the apocalypse. Yeah, I mean, yeah, it's me, in his contract. It's it's already it's in his contract that he he can't go to ADW. But again, I'm try- I'm trying to stick I, me personally right now for what we're doing. I'm I trying. Was just throwing an idea for who the fifth guy could be, and I'm I got- it is the fifth guy. It's an idea. Okay, and I uh, how many how many times do I need to say I don't say it, it's a bad idea? I'm telling you what my opinion is right now. I'm being asked my opinion. My opinion right now is I can only go on what I have. So you know, bringing up other people is great, but for me, if I had to, if somebody's if you're kicking it to me right now, and I know this is what I have, this is what I have to work with, and I'm of the opinion that we need to get there quickly. We need to get there this week. I can't. I can't book this faction on. I might have Nick Aldis in October. I need to know what I have now in August. Let's let's do this. Let's say, let's give White House the uh, the benefit of the doubt, or not the benefit of the doubt, but the benefit of having. In this fantasy booking scenario, all this is a part of the AEW roster. Corgan is letting him use the belt. All right, let's just give him that. But he's still the part show's of The show's end. Let's say the show ends this week. Which scenario, because next week we're both going to open, let's just say the apocalypse starts the show, they come out. Which gives you the better pop, MJF as the ace or Nick Aldis? What do you think? Um... And in, for an AEW pop, oh yeah, I'd, uh, I'd say MJF right now. What do you think, White Huff? I don't know. Um, I mean, if see, you put that, on the see, if you put if you put that, nobody in the crowd. There's nobody in the crowd. No, well, here's what here's what I'm going to say to you. Shock value. If you because my thing is, you're saving Nick. If he's he, everybody's going to assume there's only four guys. Nick is Nick is a surprise. He's the he's the shock value. So shock value wise, Nick all this is going to get get that shock value pop. Everybody, you know, because I mean everybody's going to assume oh it's going to be MJF or somebody else, and it's still going to be good. Don't get me wrong, but I, 
But for the shock value of it, I think that type of surprise would get that would get a tick a tick more. I think it'll be close. I don't think it's going to be more than one less than the other. I think it's All right, very I gotta, close. I got to I got to push back a little bit. And again, I don't hate your idea, but that's fine. Push back. Is fine. <laughs> my shock yeah, value. I got I got to push my, back too. My shock value isn't another person. My shock value is MJF actually winning the title at the end of the show next week. I think that's enough as far as uh, well, that's huge. You know, the shock goes. The shock value of it goes. That's true. Now I see if it now the w- the way I would put this in, in a live crowd <laughs> scenario. This is fun, by the way. This is great. yeah, no, absolutely. I, I in a in a live in a live in a live crowd scenario, though a live AEW crowd. Yes, I would say that Nick Aldis and MJF would both get booed loudly, but they would get booed loudly for different reasons. Mm. I think I think MJF would get booed loudly because he is universally booed as a heel. You know, on AEW programming all the time. Mm-hmm. Nick Aldis, I think he, I, you know, as much as we might like him, I don't know that there's a, there's a huge AEW fan base that loves Nick Aldis. I mean, he was he was booed pretty loudly at All Out, mm-hmm. mm-hmm. and That's I know what that heels do they they boo. I mean, they booed because he also he, but he was he, 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 he but was he booed. he was the heel. He, yeah, yeah, but he was not. He wasn't just booed because he was healed. That's his. That's my point. He was booed because there's a lot of people in the crowd that don't like him, and I and I think those are two very different things. See, being there in the building, he was booed because he was the heel. I mean, I saw it. I mean, he was booed because he was the heel. And the boo and the heat got more. I I, I, did, I mean I I'll, I I just respectfully I, I disagree. Tell you I was there. I mean I, whether you're there or not, I just respectfully disagree. I think I don't That's think fine. that a lot of people see, like I'm him. I'm not though. trying to listen. I don't care that you don't agree with what I'm saying. That doesn't that doesn't change my opinion of what I'm. Oh no, I'm not trying, trying to. to I'm not trying to exchange your opinion. opinion. I'm just saying so, I disagree. So you could and, and the fine you could disagree, but I'm telling you, being in the building and seeing the, and seeing what happened. He was Dude, booed the minute he, he walked out. That's why he was booed. He was the heel. Mm-hmm. And everybody wanted Cody to win. Mm. It's a different kind of crowd. I don't I don't know that I I mean, I just I just think they get booed for different reasons. And I do I do I'm not saying that he didn't get he didn't get a heel pop. He definitely did, but I also think there was there's a part of that crowd that doesn't like him and that's why they booed. And I'm not so see I think I think the crowd that boos MJF boos him because I don't th- I don't think they dislike seeing him. I think he's just that fucking good as a heel that they hate the character. They hate they hate the guy, but they don't hate seeing him on the card. I think there might be a little there might be a little something there with Aldis, and I'm not saying I agree with it, but I do think there's there's a portion of the f- portion of fans. That don't like him, and it, even with the thing with Pritchard this week, if you look at the comments on the tweets, there was a lot of people that are like, you know, F Pritchard is always talking about Aldis, you know, is great, blah blah blah. But there was also a lot of people like he was right, Aldis sucks, you know what I mean? And I, and hey, listen, you're gonna get that with anybody, but it was to me, it was just like very obvious that there's like a fifty fifty feeling on this guy. 
And let's face it, he's been out of the spotlight since he was on All Out, which or All In, which was, I mean, thinking about it, it's going to be two years and, and a month from when that match happened. That's that's a long time. Uh, he's still in a spotlight, but not a big spotlight like that. But he's still he's still relevant. I mean, he's still doing stuff. It's just he chose to be loyal to the guy. He's not. He's not relevant on an AEW level, though. He's not. He's not like soup. I, I see. I, I think like even like you know like Cardona coming in this week and things like that. Like I, I you know, I, I see. I, I don't think that Nick Aldis debuting on AEW is like this super huge event. I think it could be really cool. And I think they could do a lot with it, and I think it, would, it ultimately could work because he's very good at what he does. But I don't see it. I don't see that. That's like a super huge event that Nick Aldis date would 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 debut on AEW. There, I think there's a lot of other guys that you could put ahead of him that would get you a better, get you a bigger like holy shit factor. I want to add too that the timing of yours is probably like. You're not wrong for interpreting what we're doing, because if it was actual, you know, real life, I, you know, I would prefer a slow burn too, like you're saying all throughout to all out. But for the for the sake of funsies, you know, I figured I'd go balls to the wall with my idea and do it, <laughs> do it in one night. But, yeah, no, and if you want, <laughs> if that's what you're looking for, one night. I mean, that's the way to go. Right. Well, I think I think in the perspective, I think you both nailed the perspective where. White House is more the slow burn, yeah. and Edwards is more the, you know, let's 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 get some payout, let's get some payoff right now, and then you use that momentum going forward. Where White House is let's 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 build that build that mountain, you know, going up the right. roller coaster, you know, type of thing. Yep, yep. And, and both the way you guys played it out, it fit to what you were trying to accomplish. And I got one more stable forming too. Good, go ahead. Oh, I don't. Let's hear it. I do. I do. <laughs> I got. I got somewhere else I want to go, but give me that first, and then I want to ask you uh, something. Because because that all out, it's announced. Um, all out, you're gonna get an announcement because all out is September. So for the month of October, a tournament is gonna take place starting the first, the anniversary, the first Wednesday of October. Is a, a, a tournament to crown the trio's champion <laughs> is going to start for the month of October with the final being in November, which November is, if they still use, I mean, they could change these names, but Revolution for November will crown the trio's champions. So this announcement's made throughout the card. So after this announcement, you know, a match or two will go by, whatever, however, 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 you guys want to book the, the however the book of all out, all in of all, all out, yeah, all out, all out, yeah, all out goes. Taz comes out, and cuts a promo, and he announces that, you know, regardless, you know, what happens at the main event, you know, my boys, my guys are going to be representing in this trios tournament, and and then you got the commentators. 
there's only two of them. Right. Right? That's what I'm thinking, White House. I'm thinking there's only two. Edwards, there's only two. Right. Is Taz lacing them up again? What? No. Oh, okay. He's got a new guy. Hmm. Jeff fucking Cobb. Hmm. is the third guy in Taz. He would be a great Taz guy. So it's Mm -hmm. Cage, Cobb, and Starks in the tournament. They make it to the finals, Edwards. Do you know against who? Triangle. No? Yes! 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 What is it? Triangle. What is it? Triangulo della Morte. Ah. In the finals. Although I'm 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 totally scrapping this idea, by the way, but go ahead. In the first. Oh, I'm having fun with this. This is all fun. In the first. (laughs) You're busting my balls is what you're doing. (laughs) Champions. First trio champions. Crown at Revolution. Mr. AC is whom? Triangulo della Morte. Ding, 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 ding. That was number 10. I like that. But Taz having his own faction... That I did have that. That was that was in the mix, but I added that just for you. But uh, yeah, I think I think if you look at guys, because Taz, you know, I think Taz is getting his guys, his group of guys. You listen to him talk on Dark. You listen to him talk. Uh, he's looking for his guys. There's not many guys at AEW that fit that bill, mm-hmm. but he does. And the only thing that hasn't gotten. Cobb over is a mouthpiece, and I think Taz could be that mouthpiece that Cobb is is lacking. I and love it. Taz help get Cobb it. over to that I next level. I love level. it. I love so it. That, that's that was my surprise for all out. Why don't we just what steal? A, why don't we just steal Flip from ROH and get flipping machines going? Hey man, uh, why not? Why why? Uh, I would He's love not to a Taz guy. Wait. He's not Taz guy. No, you know why? Because flipping machines would get over as a as a babyface tag team. Yes, exactly. Here's the thing, though. You want to eventually down the road? Hey, why that? You brought up a good thing because there's, you know, I would love to see an ROH, uh, ROH, uh, AEW partnership. What's a great way to get? Oh no! I just want to. I just want to steal flip and not. You know, that, I was just talking I, about stealing him. Hey, what's a good way to turn Cage face? Get bring in Flip, have him form a tag team, do their shit. Oh my god! Hell yeah, that's a good idea. I like that. Yeah, and I think Flip style would fit in AEW too. Yeah, well, yeah, absolutely it would. I mean, of course it would. But I yes, mean. that was my number ten, just for AC. The trio Flip. championships crowned Listen, at Revolution. Flipping m- machines versus like, sex gods? Come on. It's a home run. 100%. It's a yeah. home run right there. It's a home run. Um, oh, and I, and, I, and I got also have... Uh, um, I, the last thing I had was I got... Obviously, I, I said this for a couple weeks. Got a new version of LAX forming. Um... Ortiz, Santana, either get booted or they leave on their own. They join up with uh, with uh, the Madman, and uh, they go on. They and they and they hop on uh, the LAX train. Maybe they call them, obviously they call them something else, 
but they get together again. So I was thinking about that because you guys mentioned it. You can't call them LAX, right? Can they call them XLAX? And instead of using EX, just use X. Because I think that would kind of still be cool. XLAX. That would be cool, but Demonte still wearing LAX. I, yeah, I noticed that. Um, on Wednesday, she had the LAX thing on. I mean, I know they're not calling it out on it, mm-hmm. but she's still wearing it. I mean, it says LAX right yeah. on her leg. Maybe I she's calling like the LIE or something, you know, like. LIE, right. You know, something, right, yeah, you, you, right. Know, you know, just same kind of concept, but a different, like, you know. Yeah. Um, well, the LIE is Long Island Expressway, but you know what I'm saying. Um, mm-hmm. You know, so, something like that. Like, uh, I mean, you know, Jericho's not going to be around forever. He's going to got to do. He's got to do his Fozzie thing. So you know, he's going to be going away. Whatever he's, whenever this happens, I mean, it's just you bring in the Madman back. It's no coincidence. He's got attachments to these guys. Yeah, but I don't. I don't think they're. I don't think they're in a comedy hour. I don't think I mean, they're in a rush just, to break them up, though. No, I really don't. But, but, but dude, um, are they in concerts lately? No, I'm not talking. I mean, I know it's no rush, but I'm saying eventually, you know, Jericho's got to do his uh, his other gig. You know what I mean? And yeah, it's interesting too because he did have tour dates set. He did. Remember, he, we he were pushed expecting back him to October. Go. Right. They pushed those tour dates back October. But they, were, were, I, they, I, were, I, were they restrictive of him being on Dynamite, though? I I got. I mean, I didn't look at the dates closely. I don't remember. I think people well, were looking at the dates, but I can't right, remember what. Because, I mean, somebody like him, I mean, he could, you know, he could do concerts on the weekend and still show up at dynamite sure, too, he could you fly know back and forth. I, I mean i don't i don't i don't i don't i don't even know if that if that's i mean if he does a european tour that's probably Ooh, that's not fun. probably that would that's probably not gonna happen i mean if he were to do a europe thing it's usually spring and summer looking at it I mean, he goes um he goes well, here's the other question is is, 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 the cruise, is the cruise still a thing this year i mean i know they uh, sold he tickets pu- he pushed it to uh he pushed it to uh the, uh, no, he announced it a couple weeks ago. It's been postponed. All right, so it's not even um, in January then. No, it's mm. next October. Wow. Yeah, so that's a ways out. Uh, yeah, I yes. mean, again, these these kind of things we can't. You know, it's hard to speculate because right. the, the, the the part the part of the part of AEW that I'd like to get into now, and uh, I'm gonna I'm gonna preempt this. With a, uh, you know, just putting it out there. And we've said this many times. But I, I like to put it out there in case people didn't haven't listened to every show. And I want to make it abundantly clear that the three of us are advocates for women's wrestling. Oh, here we go. Uh, we have been for a long time. No, we, I mean, I, listen. We, if we're going to re... We got to get, get the shit show out of here, Got to do too. it. Gotta so do it. We're at, we've been advocates for women's wrestling for a long time. We always talk about this. Um... TNA knockouts, you know, uh, various the, the NXT when they had the four horsewomen. Uh, we, you know, we've done this for a long time talking about women's wrestling. So when we get down on things they're doing with women's wrestling, um, I just I, I just like to say that so it doesn't come off as like oh these guys don't right. want women's wrestling on the show because that's not the case at all. And I, right. and I would like to point out that um, the, if I'm going to give any bones to the WWE it is that I think they're doing the best job in the industry with women's wrestling now 
not only because they have a lot of talent, but they treat it equal to the men's wrestling. It's just wrestling. Whether it's a women's match, whether it's a guys' match, it's just wrestling. And the, the three of us broke down the quote-unquote gauntlet match, which wasn't a gauntlet match, at the Impact pay-per-view that, to me, was setting women's wrestling back a little bit, not being fair or putting women's wrestling on the same level. That's why we didn't like it. And what AEW is now doing, for those that, that don't know, is the this woman's tag team tournament. Now, on the surface, you'd say they're giving opportunity. And, yes, I, I mean, I... That part of it, of course, they're giving opportunity. That's great. But are they doing it in the best way? And are they treating women's wrestling like they would treat the men's wrestling? And I don't know that they are. Um, So I'd like to get into the women and get into how we can rebook the women to make it, uh, you know, better for them, better for the viewer, better for the company, and get them out of this ridiculous women's tournament cup thing they're doing because I, I, I just don't see the major benefit of it. The only benefit I see out of this is they're going to bring in, in, in I don't know if it was you or Edward said it jokingly last week. Um, they're bringing the uh, <laughs> They're bringing the tag team, women's tag team titles, man. That's the end game of this. It has to be. Um, but if you're going, I don't. Do I don't that, think. I don't think it's the end game of it. They're just doing. They're just doing a cup here. That. Well, you got Brandy's promo talking about tag team champions. She that's her goal. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I'm only going. I'm only. I mean, that's what. That's what led me to. To. to I thought you guys said it in jest. But that's what made me say maybe there's some meat behind that is because Dark last week when Cody was doing some quote unquote air quotations, some training with Brandy and Allie, Brandy's talking about down the road, maybe down the road, maybe yeah, down the road being tag team champ. Slow your roll, lady. How about we have a women's division first? Yeah, yeah. You got to have a. I mean, you got to be freaking deep to have to do to be yeah. this. Yeah. And now you look at look at some of the girls. Sorry, some of the women they're bringing in, and you can see that they have tag team experience, or they could be down the road. Evelise Diamante, um, you know, okay, you could you could see that they did you know, they could they could. Or have done some stuff in the past. I mean, anybody can do you a know? tag team, but right. Uh, but I'm just saying, it's just, it's just anybody can. But the, the, the but the girls they can't, that, that doesn't in, mean they can do it well. They don't mean they can right, do it yes. well either. Right. But it's just, it, it can't be just a coincidence that all these things are happening around the time of this. Now this tournament's announced. You know, I, I just no. It is a co- it is it is a coincidence that it's happening. It is they're doing it because of that tournament. You know, I, I, that's just my fear that they're they're gonna at some point down the road, not saying l- literally after the tournament, but they're going to introduce women's tag team titles. And I don't know if they're in a spot. I know they're not in a spot 
that that that's going to be able to be maintained. I mean, Christ, I don't think I don't even think they're in the a spot to put on a good. They can have, and the yeah, yeah, no, they're not. Better than that. You're right, exactly. And I don't even think I don't. Eh, I don't. I don't even. Yeah, I mean, you know what? I think top to bottom with the injuries, it probably top is better. Heavy. Yeah, right. top it's, heavy. it's probably it's probably I mean, better than AEW's division. Yeah, I mean, no, it, it, it's it's less. It's actually, I think, it, I actually think it's probably deeper than AEW. Oh, it um, is deeper. It's the deeper, thing, the deeper. thing, the thing, the thing is, is they, um, they get utilized bringing in his talent to just, you know, fat, not, fat, strength. yeah, fat, fat, strength. That's about a good word. Strengthen the division. Yeah. Um, get some more credibility into division, even with the uh, injuries they have, and just. Randomly throwing some women's tag teams together to have a cup tournament by color code uh, and by yeah by co- it's like a goofy thing. Uh, I mean, to me, it's it's just very much. It's not treating the women's wrestling on the same level as the men's wrestling, and yeah. I think and I think that I think that plays out with the viewer too, where. Now again, WWE has a lot of talent, of course, and they've put a they've invested a lot into a lot of the women there, which is great. And I think that because they treat it so equally, you feel like when you're watching it, it's equal. And I think AEW needs to adopt the same process. Um, and I don't know that they have yet. Uh, maybe on the pay per view when you have the big title match, yes. But I don't know that Dynamite has done a lot for the, their women's division. And I'm not saying w- they don't. They do a match every week. Yes. Right. They give Britt Baker her spot every week. So it's not like they're doing anything against it. And I, I, and I think it's... Whether I love all the Britt Baker spots or not, I like the idea that while she's injured, they're keeping her a part of it. And doing that. that for yes. her. Um... You know, although I don't love it all, I, I like the idea that they're doing that, um, and they're building something up for her when she comes back. So you, you, there is some storytelling being done there, and then obviously Sheeta, Sheeta is. We know Sheeta could wrestle. We know Sheeta's going to have a good yeah. match. We know she's going to. Uh, uh, she raises her level on the pay per views, which is great. Uh, but there's really still not that. There's still a disconnect with who Sheeta yeah. actually is and who I'm watching. And why why I should be rooting for her? Invested. Why you like, should be invested in her? If right. if if next week if she did a heel turn, I'd almost like it better because that would be like okay, so I don't have to cheer for her anymore, even though she's going to give me a good match. The only problem with that is absolutely nobody. They have no baby faces, so and that's part um, of the problem. That's part yeah. of the, that's part of that women's um, problem. And 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 I, you know what? Putting Vicky Grill and Nyla, Nyla Rose is pretty cool. Loved that, it. Let's see, you know, but you have an opportunity there, but now you're kind of wasting it with this weird tournament, you know? Right. Um, So let me ask you, if you, if you were, if I, if I was to just say to you, again, I'm, I'm Tony Khan, White House overhaul the women's division for me, um, at your disposal, at your, at, at your disposal is, now don't, the, the way I would say this to you is the way the way I'd like to hear your thoughts is who they have oh, now. You're gonna handcuff them. You're gonna have New Year's. No, I ha- no, I'm gonna, no be, I, right, by who they I have. Get I get it. But Anybody you know who's in the tournament. First answer to that question. You know, the first answer to that question is how do I get this division better? Sign Tessa fucking Blanchard. She's a free well, agent. I mean, well, that's no brainer. 
All right, I know so, that's off the table. You, you handcuffed me. You took that off the table. I mean, I'm, you know, but part of the reason why I'm handcuffing you is because, to me, that's that that doesn't necessarily fix the division. That gives you oh. a huge piece of the division. But I want I, I I I it doesn't I, maybe it does maybe it doesn't. She could she could end up being healed. Um, I want I want this I want this storytelling. I want the way they present the division to change. And well, okay, it, that okay. could be in addition to bringing Tessa Blanchard right. in, right. but bringing but just, just bringing Tessa Blanchard in and having her beat Sheeta for the title. You're, you're, I mean, although you have probably the best women's wrestler on the planet on your show, who I, I mean, maybe Nyla Rose could be a challenger, and then after that, you don't even have challengers for her. The uh, way when, the when, way it's once, done now. Awesome Kong will be back once they once she's done filming whatever, so she would have that one as well. But that's but I don't know what the particulars is is what she's filming. But uh, um, no, I get what you're saying. Um, um, but the one thing I before I answer that, the one thing I want to say what we're talking about with WWE, WWE had the luxury of having, I mean, their revolution quote using quotations because that really started with the knockouts of TNA back in the you know 2011 12 that that into that brother. You know, that's when it really started. Well, they didn't need to call it a resolution because they just booked it. They They just did it. They just did it because they were doing it, yeah. So NXT, NXT for WWE is where it all started because SmackDown and Raw were still doing the division, the Divas, the Divas BS with Bellas and everything. But it was, you know, it was the Baileys and it was everybody down there that really kicked it. So, but, but I say all that not to give the kudos to WWE that I, AEW doesn't have that luxury. So what they need to do is they say they need to come to the realization is okay, we're going to be developing as we go. So we're going they're going to be doing it they're doing it in front of our eyes. That's either using dark to develop, which I think they should they could do a better job with their women using that, not all their women's matches, but doing a lot of development on there. But I would use that more. And, and with in regards to AEW Dynamite, um, I think I think I'll look at okay, Sheeta's my number one face. She's also baby face. She's also the champ right now. They got to do more video packages with her. Got to get fans invested in her. You know, personality wise, you see glimpses of that. She's got to do more promos. I know it makes her nervous, but she's got to do more. So she get used to it. Whether they're recorded that we think are live, because they could produce her better. And it goes back to what Edward said a couple weeks ago start uh, about that stupid swall thing last week in the middle of a broadcast. Produce more. Have more recorded interviews mm-hmm. to help Sheeta along the way. Like, there's things they could do to to carry her for a couple weeks, a month, until she's a little bit more comfortable doing it, and then let her fly. Um, you know, but they have to develop these 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 women more instead of using them one week, throwing them in the mixed tag team, and not doing anything for a while. The cheerleaders on the side, and then we see them. You know, there's no consistency, and I think that's why they need to use dark a little bit more. Um, you know, but I would start with Sheeta. You know, Britt Baker. I get that she's doing this heel thing, but somehow maybe this heel thing will turn her more back into a baby face again. Because they could actually use her as a baby face, then a heel. Because you have plenty of heels, um, you know, there now between Penelope, um, 
you know, Awesome Kong comes back with whenever she's recording the last season, uh, whatever she's doing. You got Nile Rose, you know, so those are your three. You know, I know you got Brandy with Allie, but Allie's good on her own. I don't know why she's stuck in this tag team thing with Brandy, but using Allie more, um, you got uh, you got that blonde. I forgot her name. She's now part of Dark Order. You know, do you know, develop these develop these ladies and 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 just like they did on NXT right before our eyes, do the same thing. I mean, you, you stop trying to reinvent the wheel. You saw what worked. You know, nothing isn't you know copied or nothing isn't done. To, you know, just do it. Just do what they did in NXT on the level of AEW, and maybe you know down the road you'll catch. Some of these, a couple of these girls will catch fire, you know. But you got to start investing in, in 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 your champion to start with, you know. Get some credibility with her. And, I mean, and that's kind of where I would start. I don't know if that answered your question, AC, but that's kind of where I would start. Um, Edwards, where you at? So, peek behind the curtain. I had to step out, so I missed most of this conversation. But did you guys happen to mention the Tessa rumor? Yes, That's we correct. talked. We, uh, so, um, the I was Tessa, handcuffed. I couldn't talk about Tessa. No, this is this is what I said. <laughs> oh, my, okay. My point. My point was just bringing Tessa in a division is not a fix. They need to. They need to re. Again, redo how they're presenting their women's wrestling. Whether you bring Tessa in or not, and the big the biggest problem you're going to have if if and when you do bring Tessa in is. She's gonna wipe out the division in like five seconds, and there's not gonna be a lot to bring her way. Okay, so this is the tough one. Tessa, we'll just put Tessa aside then. Um, well, what was the rumor that that she was holding the TNA Championship belt hostage for one hundred and fifty thousand dollars, and the one that they've been using at the Slammiversary and I guess this week's show that Eddie Edwards has is a replica. Oh, I didn't hear that. So. Listen, I don't know. Listen, that's going to be a tough one to sell to uh, to other companies if that's true. Yes, I mean, that was I've I, I heard. I will. I'll say this. I heard some not so great scuttlebutt about her a few years ago when her mm-hmm. and Ricochet were touring. But mm-hmm. I mean, dude, she was fucking twenty one. You know what I mean? Like, you, you, uh, who knows? Um, a little cocky. Uh, but I, but I, her work at Impact really, you know, and other places all out, uh, or all in, excuse me, um, and, you know, and just seeing her work really made me a huge fan of hers, but I did hear some little scuttlebutt of some not so great things. Um, or, I mean, I wouldn't say not so great, just that there was some cockiness there. Um, so I'm not saying that has anything to do with this rumor, but I'll say if this is true, she's not really looking good here. No, right. As she 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 didn't really look good initially for why they fired her in the first place, and if now she's holding the actual belt hostage on top of that, uh, yeah, it's that's a losing battle for her. I would uh, I'd probably try to you know do some PR with that. Yeah, for sure. Man, but this uh, so I I went crazy on Moxley, and forming the uh, 
my version of the apocalypse, if I can borrow that White House. I'm going to borrow the name. Absolutely. <laughs> but this. Not trademark? Okay. Not yet. Well, we're on the same creative team anyway. So. Yeah, right. Exactly. Um, I haven't decided whether we're going with that name yet, so go ahead. Oh, okay. Let us know when you decide. <laughs> <laughs> it's all good. Let us know when you decide. Yeah. But this, this is a tough one, man, because... It's hard. Yeah. I mean, I like Sheeta. I like her in the role as the top baby face, but... I mean, seeing Vicky Guerrero now, anybody, babyface or heel on that women's division, is going to be screwed if they go mic to mic with Vicky. Yeah, oh, destroyed. I mean, forget it. So, man, I, I don't know. Maybe they should bring in a mouthpiece for Sheeta, too. And let the managers battle it out. Because I don't know what else to do with her. Like, she obviously needs a character. I think all the girls need backstage fill in you know fill in the blanks for us yeah you know even statlander uh when i was doing the when i was doing the youtube stuff i was really getting into that shanna girl but apparently she's stuck in brazil or wherever she's from yeah uh so if i could i would get her back as quickly as possible because i think she would be a good you know kind of that old school baby face you know Yep. Uh, I thought she did that well, but man, we need a reason to cheer for them because we don't know who they are. So, like, to to put it in terms of like guys wrestling, uh, Ricky Starks, I know who he is, but since he's been on AEW, they gave him a mic, and I know who he is. Yeah, you know this what I mean. Week, this week did do you know we didn't really mention that this week did do a lot for Ricky Starks. Dude, the Absolutely. fact that Taz gave him yeah. the mic, that's yes. full volumes, man. Yes. But but on the on the flip side, we don't know anything about any of the women. Right. Really? Yeah, very little. Very little, yeah. Well, this has been a problem all along here. And yep. and the thing is, I don't know, like maybe maybe uh maybe Kenny's listening to this right now. And Kenny's saying, Well, the reason that they're not talking is because they can't talk. Uh, I mean, they all can't there. You gotta work on that, man. But yeah, they need to. Uh, if that's the case, yeah, put a mic in their hands and let them rip and just keep working at it. I well, guess, not like, why, man? I mean, that's what they did in NXT. Mm-hmm. But mean, but again, you guys were you guys are talking about production, Big Swole. I don't mind Big Swole. I mean, as far as she gotta be produced. Yeah, exactly, exactly. I think she could be something if she's produced a little, tighten her up a little bit, you know. Um, right. Yeah, this is a tough one, man, because without saying go ahead and grab as many free agents as you can and bring them in and overhaul the women's division, I mean, I just, I look at it, I see Sheeta, I like Sheeta. As far as heels go, uh, now with Vicky, what's her name there? Nyla. Nyla. I, I always think Nia in my head when I think of her. Nia Jax. Uh, Nyla Rose. Okay, you got something there in a heel. You got a, you got the beast there. But that's about it. Everything underneath it. Like Penelope, she's okay. I don't know who she is. I get it. She's hanging out with Kip, and she thinks she's great, and she's all that, whatever. But she doesn't talk either. Like, I, I think what I would do in this fantasy booking scenario is 
the best I can, produce them however I can. If they can't talk, well, then I got to get creative and do some backstage stuff where they're not talking, but they're doing something to show me what they are or who they are. Yeah, yeah. Uh, I agree. I agree. Um, I agree a thousand percent. And I think it's it is, we've been talking about this for months. Um, how are you going to get invested in these programs with uh, the women's title and maybe some of these secondary programs if there's nothing to invest in? Right. It's it's nice. I mean, they could accomplish the same thing by just saying she does defending against so-and-so on the pay-per-view and then you just watch her have a really good match you know what i'm saying like it's it's the same thing there's what happens in between has no bearing doesn't matter um you know you gave uh a lot of this talent that they're, they're bringing in now for this tournament here could be used to elevate their women's champion elevate their women's division but now they're going off and doing this cup thing where does that leave your champion? Again, I just think that across the board, they haven't done a great job of valuing title belts yet, and, and the women's title belt is part of that. Um, yeah. Also, uh, I just kind of, I just kind of went and searched uh, Tessa on on, um, on Twitter, and the the most recent tweet of any any substance that I've found. Now, it's a dirt shit rumor, so we could all take it with a grain of salt. Uh, The rumor is there are people backstage still pushing McMahon to sign um, Tessa. And Meltzer and McCarthy are saying that she's all but signed with WWE. Mm. So, hey, listen, who knows? It's dirt shits. You know me. I call it dirt shits for a reason. I don't believe anything they say. It's like, I mean, it's like watching MSNBC. It's just, I don't believe anything they say. Uh, but at the same time, uh, not a lot, not a lot of substance with AEW. And there wasn't a lot. Um, the only thing I found about the title rumor was like seven days old. So maybe it wasn't true. Maybe it was squashed. Uh, and who, who, I, I would, my hope is that that's not true. I don't know why somebody would lie about it, but they are dirt shits, So, right. Um, and I, just, I, I, I would hope she real. wouldn't do because that's sketchy if she did that. I'll say two real quick. Just getting back to AEW's roster. Um, if it is uh, Angels, their number five or whatever it is in the Dark Order, versus Griff, the Jobber Griff that looks like Jungle Boy. I don't yes. know anything about them either, so I have no rooting interest. So right. when it comes to the women, it's the same thing. Like, I've seen Statlander a few times, and she's apparently an alien. <laughs> oh, okay. Yeah. Okay, but I still have no rooting interest because I don't know what the story is. Like, there is no story. Yeah. So just because I'm saying it with the women, I just want to make it clear. I feel that way whether – and again, Lee shows up. I know who she is. So that yeah. makes it different for me. As there, know, there's a little more of a credibility there because you know her from right. before, yeah. Right. Which is like what, like what, um, when you were when you were away on your uh, little sabbatical. Um, yes. Yes. <laughs> White House brought up Kong. You bring an awesome Kong, and there's credibility there. You know what I mean? So. Uh, right. You, you, and, Good example. Um, whether or not she's coming back, well, I guess we'll have to see. Um, mm-hmm. And I think Nyla Rose is maybe 
garnered at least at least the AEW fan knows who she is. I don't know that she's you you super know her gimmick, but having Vicky with her gives an instant credibility. Anyway, um, right. and they did put some time into her, you know, thus far. They did, so. they did, they did. Um, yeah, I, it's. It, it's kind of it's kind of part of that underlying theme I think we're getting at with almost everything they do where it, it indie like we've talked about it in some some aspects and then other aspects mm-hmm. you know it's great and then some aspects it's very indie like where they almost expect that you know everybody or you're just gonna react to it as you see it um and I don't know that that always works as a major TV, you know, if you're going to be a major TV show, I think there just needs to be more. And they need they need, they need need to do a better job of it across the board, especially, especially with the women. Um, mm-hmm. Yeah. And, yeah. and I, you know what, in some of this too, commentary would help, you know, maybe, you know, Excalibur's role early on, and now he's not there for various reasons, for other reasons, which, I mean... We could talk about it if you guys want, but um, I thought he was going to be like the Mike Tanay role, and, and early on he kind of did it, but he's kind of gone away from it. Where you get it, like to me, to me, perfect example, and he didn't do it on the show. And I remember we all bitched about it. The first pay per view they did when the Dark Order showed up, what was that? Uh, Double or nothing? Yeah. Right. The yeah. Dark Order yeah. shows up, and everybody's like, "Who are they? Who are they?" And you you would expect at that point that Excalibur would be like, that's the Dark Order, Stu Grayson and Evil Uno. I got him. I've remembered him. (laughs) 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 Stu Grayson and Evil Uno. And and that's, I don't know who those guys are around them, but they they travel in a pack of, it's almost like a cult. We don't even know who the leader is. And, And that would have added so much to that segment, just saying that. And we don't really get a lot of that. And you almost would hope that they'd put somebody in that booth that does that. Like when when even if it's on dynamite or if it's on um uh dark, you bring somebody new in, have the guy in the booth that gives you the background. Whatever whatever background you're gonna sell that particular wrestler, that athlete as, have them give you the background right off the bat. You know what I mean? So if you don't you know, know who yeah. they are Now that we're now that we're talking about this, if we're in charge of this how would you guys feel if I just did this? Okay, I'm going to take my little camera and I'm going to... We're just going to plop this stuff on YouTube so at least it's out there. What if I get the uh, the female backstage girl? What's her name? White House, help me. Which one? Sasha? Uh, Sasha or Asha? Dasha? Dasha. Asha? It's Dasha. Okay. We're going to get her and we're going to do like the old school Jim Ross sit-down interviews. Five minutes each. And every girl on the roster is going to explain to me who she is. So at least yeah, we could just throw it out it. there. Yeah. Well, how about that? I, I like it. I like it. Start. It's a start. You build you. off that. I like it. And, it, you know, if you if you have somebody coming in that you're really trying to get over, you could do that. Or yeah. if it's like, if it's just like a throwaway match, at least when they come out through a throwaway match, the announcer during the match is giving you a background. Sure. Um and it doesn't it doesn't happen like very often uh, on the AEW broadcast, um, which I think it should because they're in a, they're in a more unique position as 
opposed to WWE, the way they've been doing business the last few years, there's very rarely like a huge influx of people wrestlers that people don't know from elsewhere or that's like a big surprise like even if they change the guy's name you know we like you bring in adam cole uh adam cole needs no introduction to a hardcore fan anyway so you're not going right. to spend time doing that aew now does have a little bit of that where yes they have the guys that everybody knows but they're also trying to bring in a private party and it would have been better early on than now a dark order better early on than now but even the guys they bring in now where if you had an explanation of who they are whether from the roster even if tony khan did a segment on on a certain like they're bringing in somebody i was watching videos on youtube one night and I, i just couldn't stop watching this guy He's from Paducah, Kentucky. <laughs> mm-hmm. And I just, I followed him and followed him. And, you know, d- like mem- Dana White looking for a fighter. When Dana White, all right, I'll give you an example. When Dana White, the first year they did The Ultimate Fighter, they produced that show themselves. And they went out and found the fighters themselves. And right. Kenny Florian was on the show. And the reason Kenny Florian was on the show is because Dana White went to Boston to see the guy that Kenny Florian was fighting, and he wanted and he was looking at that guy, and Kenny Florian in that fight impressed Dana White so much he ended up inviting his opponent Kenny Florian to to um, the Ultimate Fighter. Now Dana White on TV told that story. I wasn't hmm. even really I wasn't even really looking at him. But you know what? He's a little bit small, but I would not. I, I, I really was there to see the guy he was going to fight. And I'm watching him right. fight, and I was like, that's the guy I need. You know, right? obviously right now a lot of live indie stuff is going on, but what if Tony Khan, you know, did a little spot where he was like, yeah, man, I was about to go to bed, and I just pulled up YouTube on my phone, and I, I, was, I was looking for Cody's next opponent, the next guy I was going to surprise Cody with for next week. And I was looking at this guy to bring in for Cody, and then I saw his opponent, and I was like, wow, this guy's pretty good. Let me give this guy a shot. You know what I mean? Maybe that's mm-hmm. how you introduce some new guys. You know, Tony Khan's pick of the month or something. I mean, it's kinda, that's kind of gimmicky and lame. I get the name. But the idea would be I'm, scout, I'm, I'm constantly scouting, and when I see the talent, I'm going to go for it. And then he can give you an explanation of who the person is, where they come from, what they've done, while what you should what you should watch on them. Or another another thing you could do in addition to that to sell the show is do a, do an Instagram story or an Instagram video a day or two before Dynamite and be like Tony Khan's pick of the week, what you should watch. Brian Cage versus this guy or you know Darby Allen is squaring off against MJF if you if you haven't watched Dynamite and seen Darby Allen and MJF this is what you need to watch I know I know you know who John Moxley is I know you know who Cody is but have you seen MJF and Darby Allen That's you know what I mean idea. not a bad idea yeah it, it, no no it's not it's a good idea and, and you said it in passing to Edwards and maybe they need to do it too just sign sign just sign a bunch of Keep signing a bunch of women. Use dark. 
I mean, they got to keep bringing women in for, you know, I don't know what the statuses are on some of these ladies, but mm-hmm. Thunder Rosa, you know, you're bringing in Ricky Starks, you're bringing in, um, you're bringing in, uh, uh, Kennis, Eddie Kennison from NWA. God, Christ, Thunder Rosa, bring yeah. her in. Do you know what I mean? Um, there's a couple. There's a, there's one lady, one one woman in particular in MLW, and I know I said a couple of years, weeks ago, can't mm-hmm. remember her name. Um, they're looking at her as a, a manager mouthpiece. Um, she's young. They're high up on her. She's Latino. Bring her in from MLW, huh? What? <laughs> and and you know that's. Thunder Rosa will be number one on my list. I mean, I know she's the NWA. I know she's the NWA champion, women's champion. I don't know if that organization is going to make it. If they don't, I mean, AEW should be lining up to sign these ladies. I one of the things that WWE has a one up on AEW is yeah, their the rosters deep and they got three divisions: NXT, SmackDown, Raw. But also, Vince signed all these ladies. You know, he put out the money for that ladies division. Uh, but they also the they also took a lot of thing. they also did a lot of work with it too, though they did a right. lot of building well, it. They, right. Exactly. It's it's both. They did both. Right. They they invested it, in it in a lot of ways, not just they didn't just invest in the talent or invest in the, right. the and promotion. Right. They it's it's it, they they invested in it across the board. You right, know what I mean? Right, right. I mean, you got that Della Rosa. She's one of the one of the head coaches down there, um, a former Ring of Honor a women's wrestler. Uh, she's down there coaching. Maybe, these maybe that's girls. what AWD needs somebody like her. Maybe. They do. That was my point. Yeah. And maybe, maybe, like maybe Brandy so, and Kenny Omega doing this isn't the isn't the right. You know, ah, uh, maybe. You know, um, but but developing and, and spending time and. And keep bringing in ladies, yo. And it's just and build it up that way. I mean, uh, obviously, they don't have that performance center yet. I mean, Cody announced that he's going to have one. Um, but, I mean, that's what you got to do. And I think they need to do a better job with the development piece. And I think yeah, that's yeah, what yeah, a lot better. Yeah, that's a good a point. A lot better good job. I'll tell you what, too. I don't know if it was WrestleMania or. Whatever I'm, I'm so out of WWE. It's not even funny. So I can't even tell you when it was. Same. But same. When uh, well, I got, I got, I got to ask you guys a question about WWE. One thing, one before we we're done. I, I, I want to throw it out there before I forgot. I'm sorry, Edwards. Go ahead. That's all right. Um, when Bailey first turned heel, like I w- of course I know who Face Bailey is, but I had to turn it on to see what the hell she looked like. I loved her look and I loved her promos. And she just comes across, like, watching her work. Now, I don't know how she's been, because apparently she's annoying with Sasha Banks again. I don't know what's going on there. But pretend that never happened. Okay, like, go back a couple nah, months. She's just annoying heel. That's okay. all. The, when it, she it, was... it works. It works. It really okay, fits. okay. But that, devel- the development of, of Bailey from beginning to now, like, when I watch her and look at her, even the way she works in the ring, when she's snugging in the headlock in the middle of the ring and she's talking shit as she's doing it. Like, I mean, who was she when on, on the indies? You know I mean, what I mean? Like, she was developed. Yeah. She was developed. That's yeah, what I'm saying. Yeah, so, yeah. 
No, and I, she's a good example because she totally went a three sixty over like overnight from 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 hug 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 everybody, right? You know, to to the cocky, scared, runaway heel. And I think she does it well too. I she do. She does it very well. She does it very well. It's impressive, and you know, it's just develop these develop these women, man. Just. It just it, it takes time. It's not something overnight. It's right. it's a consistency. It's not using them once, three weeks you don't see them. That's why, like dark, they have a good opportunity here with dark with YouTube and everything else. It's, just keep utilizing that and just use that as your development, man, because it's recorded, so you can produce it. For God's sakes, mm-hmm. it just it just it goes back to what you said a couple weeks ago about producing, and it's just do these little things and I think it would help. They don't have to be big stars or big names, but you know, if you find a couple, sure. But just to just bring in these these no names looking for opportunity and just develop them and see what sticks. And you'll be and I think they'll be surprised to find it that that you know, a lot of it will stick if you just develop it. Especially if you're looking for talent, you know. But they need they need to bring something like Thunder Rosa in, man. I think I think she would be. I think she would be pretty. I think she would be a good, uh, a good uh, addition to that women's division. Heel or face, I mean, she could do either or. Yep. Yep. So I'm just. I'm looking up on. Uh, I'm, I'm actually looking up on YouTube now of what they are getting. Uh, All right, why are you, why are you looking that up? Why are you looking that uh, up? So. So none of you guys caught the end of SmackDown tonight. I Wait, think. hold on, hold on. Before before we go there, stick with okay. AEW before we go there. Well, so it, it's I'll give you lines of women's it's long lines of women's wrestling. That's why I'm bringing you up. No, no, I, I I just want to stick with AEW for one second. Um, AEW Dark for this week. Where is it? I, I was I literally was just looking at it. I want to get the number right. Uh. So AEW Dark is the last few weeks has done around four hundred thousand views on YouTube. Wow, um, and they yeah they're well, that's with they it seems like they break break up spots too, so you could watch a match here and a match there, which you know hundred thousand views, two hundred thousand views, eighty eight thousand views. Um, so they seem to be getting some traction on YouTube with Dark and. Earlier, I, I looked at the NWA numbers with power. So, AEW is about double that on YouTube with Dark, which is pretty huge. The last, I'll, just, I'll say this too: they they apparently released Impact's numbers from Access. Yes. Uh, last week, I believe, or this week, um, they pretty much run one fifty to one seventy. And yeah, I which, think they I popped mean, with one eighty after Slamversary. So, put that in terms of. Right. Uh, oh, there. Okay, so that's just on access, though, right? Yeah. Just so access. the one thing I'll say, though, it, it, which to me those numbers are pretty good for access because access is not in a lot of homes. 
So, you know That's what I mean? It's true, but it's on TV and AEW it, right. Dark is destroying it. Like, right. Yeah. It, uh, I, I, you know what? I mean, they, they might do themselves some favors. It's by the putting, name, man. It has a bad name right now. Impact TNA is the bad still does. name. Yep. It's, not, it's, yep. it's, it's a bad network, too. That's not a great network to build your brand on. Uh, you know what I'm saying? AEW is building their brand on TNT. Impact is building their brand on Access. It's 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 not They're even Apple's in order. Just go right to their app, man. Lose TV and stick to your app. Uh, or right. or you you have you know you have your app, yes, but um, would it be beneficial? I mean, let's. I mean, let me pull up their YouTube and see if they're doing anything. I, I, I'm just saying it might be beneficial to them to utilize the YouTube. If if other companies are doing these kind of numbers on YouTube, oh, shit, NWA's you know. getting two hundred million. I'm sorry, not two hundred thousand. I mean, so they're yeah, YouTube not on the regular hour. though. Well, I mean, they haven't done anything. They're, they're they've they've ceased to do anything. Their, their last their last their last episode of Power was like one twenty five. Uh, they they've gotten up to they've gotten up to like two hundred thousand before uh, later on. So I mean. These are just like clips and moments, you know. I mean, this is this is impact. It was only fifteen hours ago, but they put a Van Dam Jeff Hardy match twelve k. Uh, East the EC three promo they put on a day ago. You got thirty six k. That's not a lot. Uh, top five must see moments from Impact this week one hundred and four k. That's pretty good. Okay. Uh, good good sure. brother. Good brothers in the ring. This week on Impact, 154k. So that's good for them. Mm-hmm. But then you go. There's there's other videos. 11k. Um, anything with Good Brothers seems to have a big. I see anything that says Good Brothers, they have a, a good number. Top five moments from Impact after Sam anniversary, 252k. So I mean they're they're making a little grounds on the Good Brothers arrive on Impact, 280k. I mean, no wonder why they put him last on the show. It seems to be like that's their draw right now is the Good Brothers. Um, so it, it, I, I just think I think it's it's interesting for them. You're you're you're. I, I, it's hard to build a TV audience when your TV channel is restrictive. Right. You know, AEW is not a. They're not on a restrictive TV channel, and they're oh. not on it, and they don't have a restrictive source for dark, which is YouTube, which is, I mean. As long as they just do wrestling on there, they should be okay. They should stream. They should stream more. I mean, if they're not getting, clearly they could. They could do more. They could do more. Yeah, I mean, I, I don't know. I don't know if it'd be more beneficial to do to do some stuff, more stuff on YouTube, more actual matches and things on YouTube exclusively, and then have extra content that's of value on the app. I don't know. They may they may want to they may want to think. I mean, the company that owns them owns access, so they're always going to be on there. But you're they're only in like twenty million a homes rate, in the U.S. You could yeah. do a second rate. They could do a second rate TV show on there. Have access be like their NXT type show, and just do all their main stuff, yeah. either like on a YouTube channel or even on their app. So they could utilize both. Mm-hmm. I just think they should just turn their that access show into their NXT, you know, minor leagues produce up to up to the majors where it's, you know, on their app and 
Um, YouTube. I think that, I mean, I, I mean, I, they get more, they get, <laughs> wow. No, I, yeah, I, it's, I, it's 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 crazy. It's kind of it's kind of it's kind of tough because it seems like they're going with the ROH model of, you know, we own the TV. You know, the TV station owns the wrestling company, so the wrestling company's on the TV station, and then we started an app to give people content, and we're going to charge you monthly for it. And it seems they seem to be going by the ROH model, but you just wonder. If that's going to work for these companies down the road here, where these bigger companies are not only having so much success on TV, they're ha- well more success than, than I mean, these guys I mean, would. But. I mean, TNA should. I mean, T, T, Impact should look at this model of what AEW is doing with Dark on YouTube channel. Uh, that's y- what they should do. Yeah, yes and no, because but again, they don't have. The platform of TNT—that's that's the big issue for them, right? You know what's crazy about this conversation? The craziest thing that we're forgetting—it just hit me as you guys are talking numbers. Raw, Nitro, SmackDown, Thunder, Heat. Yeah, dude, yeah. we're talking about—we're calling this show "How to Get to a Million. <laughs> yeah. Think about the numbers wrestling used to do. Yeah, it's just. It's sad, man. It, yeah, when you sad. when you when you add when you add YouTube in, YouTube uh, numbers in, it doesn't even really equate. Uh, wow. The one the one thing I'll say though is the the crazy part about WWE is like they'll do a segment on Raw that nobody watched live, and then you'll go on YouTube yeah. and it has thirty yeah. million views. It's 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 insane. Yeah, it's 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 very it's very strange. Um, which, which, you know, makes you wonder. You know, when you hear about the 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 uh, ratings demographics and everything, um, everybody watching TV differently. I get it, uh, especially right now. I, I, to be honest with you, the one thing I'm shocked about through all this is again that we're having the conversation that they're not in the millions because I would have thought through quarantine that even though without fans, I would have thought that with people having nothing to do. It would have mm-hmm. been beneficial to these shows, and it just seems like there's a lot of people out there that even watching on TV like feed off that energy that's not there. Which is it's so crazy. It is because I, I you know, we've talked about it. I find myself some matches I, I think would be better with the crowd reaction and might keep your attention span more. But if like if the match is really good or the segment's really good, I, I forget that there's no crowd. I'm kind of just locked in on what's going on. So th- in some cases, they're doing a really good job. I I just think so. And I have friends this way. They 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 just can't handle. Smitty's perfect example. He he can't handle this stuff without crowds. He just it drives him crazy. He wants he feeds off the crowd reaction. It's understandable too. Right, but he's also. If anybody he's says a, that, I could see why. I, and I could, it's, but. Smitty, if you're listening, I'm just busting your balls. But to be honest with you, he's the guy that if you, you it could be the worst WWE pay per view ever. And it's like he had fun watching it for that three hours, and the crowd was into it, and it really wasn't that good. And like five minutes after, it'd be like, "That was the greatest wrestling show I've ever watched." <laughs> and then two oh. days later, he'll be like. Wrestling sucks. I hate it. <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah. Like, <laughs> well, so he's very it, much in the rather, moment. 
Smitty would rather us talk about cryptozoology anyway. It, it's it's the weed and it's UFOs. Weed. No, hey, <laughs> listen. I wonder if he knows about the the uh, vehicles not made on this world. <laughs> oh jeez, I'm sure he does. I'm sure he knows all. White House, do you know about vehicles not made on this world? What are you talking about? Speaking of Statlander, <laughs> that's how she, that's how she got here. There you go. There, it they, was her. Yes. We're now we're booking again. The, yes, she came on a vehicle it, not made on this world. That was my vehicle. Yes. Do it Wednesday, please, Tony Khan. Well, she's hurt. Though. Do it. We, when she comes back from injury, we could do it. She yes. came from a vehicle not made on this world. <laughs> so, it, for those of you that don't know what they're talking about, what we are talking about, was, was it the Pentagon? I mean, the Pentagon testified to, to Congress, right, um, yeah. that they found vehicles not made on this world. That was uh, what they said. That's the way they. It. That's the way they explained it. That's why we think it's funny because they said instead of saying like UFOs, like aliens, like uh, other light forms or whatever, they said vehicles not made on this world. So, White House. Speaking of Statlander, you had one more thing about. Oh, this would fit so. This would fit so into this. I I wish I had the X Files music lined up right now for Halloween. So, I need you guys after the show or tomorrow morning, however you want to do it. Is you got to go on YouTube and and watch the last segment of SmackDown. Do I have to? I think. I think. Mm. Now, now I think. I mean, I could probably put it up on on demand too if I had to. You could, you probably could. I believe they now have Sister Abigail. Really, Alexa yes. Bliss? Yes. Oh. Okay, wait, 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 wait. Okay, so, hold I, up. I, I said Alexa Bliss and Alexa Turner. Alexa, go off, off. <laughs> yes, I believe it's going to be a Bliss. If you if you guys can hear Alexa talking gonna, in the I background, I think they're going to dye her hair black. But yeah, after okay. What I, so after what I saw tonight, that's what I'm led to believe. Now I could be wrong because again, I just saw the end of it. I saw something. I, I saw something about Bliss on Twitter being. Sister Abigail, I saw something, so that's why I knew so, what you were talking so, about. So, 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 basically, I, Edwards, I saw that too. But is, yeah, are, are they, are they having? So, was it Alexa Bliss playing the role because they were lazy and didn't want to get somebody else, or is are they going to do like Alexa <laughs> Bliss is actually? I don't know how they're going to get there. I don't know how they're going to get there. But so the the so it was Nikki Cross. It was Nikki Cross Bailey for the belt. I guess Nikki Cross went heel. After the match, because she uh, she lost, she went heel, turned on Alexa. Really? Alexa, yes. Alexa off. Hmm. I don't know that. Alexa. <laughs> so she went. Bliss. <laughs> so Bliss went. So Bliss is sitting. Bliss is sitting there, upset that her friend just turned on her. All of a sudden, went red. You got the fiend. She gets scared. He does something with his hand, and he puts his hand in the air, and she's she's scared, shaking her head no. And he does the mandible claw, and that's pretty much how it ends. Hmm. So my guess, 
my guess as how I think it's going to play out is, you know, like she's going to dye her hair black. She's going to do the whole Sister Abigail thing. And this leads in because Braun Strowman, you know, has a friendship with Alexa and it goes back to the whole mixed tag thing. And it's just, this is just, this is just Bray and the Fiend getting in Braun Strowman's Wait, head. Wait, so she, did she mm. do? A, did she do a promo about this before? I don't. She think was. So. I uh, think it was. It says swamp, one. It was the Swamp match, and I think her picture came up. And yeah. People were said, like, "Wait a minute, what?" Yeah. Th- this That's says right. here. This is on YouTube. It's from a week ago. Uh, has a million views. Bliss, the other word in bliss, beckons Braun Strowman into Bray Wyatt's trap, the horror show, and that's for Extreme Rules. Uh, uh, So they just put something up three hours ago. The Fiend attacks a bliss on SmackDown. Yeah. Yeah. Interesting. Yeah. That's freaky how it ended, though, man. The red and... Her scared and shit. It's like, oh my god, are they really gonna do this? They I did. To, I have to check to see if you know if they do anything. They did. I mean, I'm mm-hmm. still. Uh, I, I, I'm not. Like, listen, I need. To, I need more because I'm not letting them suck me in again. But they're. Oh no, I'm not getting sucked in. I'm just. It's, more, it's about fucking time they do something with Sister Abigail. That's all I'm saying. And oh hell yeah! I, I mean, it's, it's only six years too late. Right. What if it's a bliss doing it? I'm like, okay, that's interesting. I still don't really see it. I can dig it. You. you know? Really, I've always liked her. Oh, I, so did I. I, so I, I love her. I just don't know that Heal I see her, her sister, Alamo. And, you, know, you know, and they get her all dolled up and decked out on it. And Listen, there's not too many things on, 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 on SmackDown I like, but the whole Bray Wyatt going back, uh, you know, between The Fiend and that Playhouse thing he does. Dude, he's so fucking talented, man. He's just... Oh god, yeah, so fucking talented. But uh, you know, I do watch that stuff. I Me, mean, I don't watch SmackDown. There's bits and pieces I do watch, but I do watch. I, I I do watch what AJ's doing with the Intercontinental Title, and I do watch what Bray Wyatt's doing. Not so much for the Braun Strowman, just for Bray. I, I'm just a big fan. When is uh, that... when is um, John Cena coming back? Fucking god. You know who Bray's uncle is? <laughs> yeah. Say it. Wait, well, who oh, is this? Do you know his real name? Bray Wyatt? It's Wyndham. It's Wyndham. It's Wyndham. Barry fucking Wyndham is his uncle. Damn right. Really? I didn't know that. Yep. 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 Oh, I knew Barry I knew I knew Wyndham. his father. I knew his father was. I didn't know his uncle was that. Oh, it's his best friend. Ah, okay. So he's not really his uncle then. Oh, it's his godfather. Godfather. Yeah, it's his uncle. Oh, god. Okay, gotcha. Godfather. Yes. Yeah, okay, gotcha. He, he calls him his uncle. Right, but I mean, not by blood. Is no, no, no. It's his godfather. But no, uh, a brace real brace first name. His real name is Wyndham. That's awesome. Yep. That's awesome. The it first is- time I saw that, I was like. That yep. was the and if you thing. look at some of the moves, <laughs> what's, his, that, what's his name? Wyndham Wyndham Rotunda. Moves, it, yes. Yeah, it's Wyndham Rotunda. Yeah. <laughs> and if you look at the moves he does in the ring, dude, he he does some of Wyndham's old stuff. Yep. Yep. And you and you see Wyndham had a hand on Bray. 
And and it's yep. just yeah, you don't get me. I I could talk about Barry Windham until Jesus comes home. One of the most underrated, the the most underrated wrestler ever. It's not even White close. Me, me and you should do a podcast sometime together. Well, I'm I'm kind of waiting TikTok. Uh, yeah, I know. When do you, when are you guys gonna do it? <laughs> speaking speaking of TikTok, speaking of TikTok, breaking. I got news. an update on my phone about Twitter. TikTok while Speaking of breaking news by Sunday, uh, tic- TikTok is illegal in the United States yeah. of America. President Trump for that one by Sunday. Hey Alexa, tell China TikTok's canceled. <laughs> <laughs> she turned off right away. I mean, they don't want to hear it. <laughs> no, so not to not to change the subject. Alexa, Ale- Alexa, who's Doctor Fauci? Here's something I found on the web. According to CNN.com, Jesus, Fauci, the director of the National Institute of Allergies and Infectious Diseases. Allergies. Without question. Everyone knows who I am, Anthony. <laughs> <laughs> hey, you're not you're not welcome Stop here. Pretending. Stop you pretending. You don't know who I am. You got your goggles on? <laughs> I got my goggles. Yes. <laughs> Um, I, White House has a bone to pick with you. I, I got nothing to say to you, but White House has a bone to pick with did you. Just, did you buy my baseball card, Anthony? Your what? Baseball card. Is that the one of you sitting on the stands with no mask on? Oh, it's me throwing the first pitch, asshole. <laughs> Something yeah, the, you never did. The, yeah, the ball's still rolling to the mound. <laughs> yeah, I did that on purpose. Believe me. <laughs> hey, uh, how do you feel about Jim Jordan? Who? Jim Jordan. I don't know who that is, Anthony. Oh, yeah. He must be a loser <laughs> that only you know. <laughs> That's what it is. That must the be guy who roasted so, you for five minutes. <laughs> hey, White, White House doesn't even want to roast you now because he feels bad because Jim Jordan's hey, foot's you know, you know, still in your listen, ass. I give you a softball and you dick me over like that. How? Why would you do that? I, I give you a nice, dick- easy question. And you go all ape shit on me. White House, I did not dick you over. I did not. That was just theater for the people listening so they would understand to stay six feet apart. You see what I'm saying? It wasn't personal. Don't take it personal. Okay. Okay. I'm glad we got that cleared up now. I'm, I'm glad we got that cleared up. It's been a couple weeks. I'm drinking I'm drinking the I'm drink I'm drinking the the the, uh, the peach lysol again tonight. Oh, the peach, the Peraza peach, I believe we called it, right? <laughs> yes, the Peraza. <laughs> if only Fauci was this witty in real life. <laughs> I know. I think we'd like him if. You can't get rid of this guy. <laughs> You'll never get rid of me, bitch. <laughs> I thought you didn't swear. Ever. <laughs> I miss it, motherfucker. <laughs> so, yo, not to get back to uh, you know wrestling or anything, but <laughs> why would we? Forbid. <laughs> if, if you guys are fantasy booking the show, yes. we did the women, we did the yeah. the main event, we did we booked the apocalypse. We're calling it. What's the one thing you would change as far as like? Overall, because that's a working I, I, title. That's, that's a, a wor- broad question. It's very broad, but I read yeah. something today that um, I don't know if Tony tweeted it or if 
AEW just released it as the company, but apparently Eric Bischoff is coming in to be the uh, the debater, the, the yeah the moderator debate yeah yeah for Jericho and yeah. Orn. Would you guys like do something broad like maybe bring him in and keep him as like yes. boss or something like yes you would okay I, 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 here's I what I would know. do I I would bring if it was all possible um, not as an on air personality I would bring him more back backstage. The, okay. He got he's he was done dirty, done dirty by Vince with SmackDown. And oh, he knows, right. was and he, he knows, though? I heard he was lazy. No, that was that was that was false. That was them sp- spinning a narrative. Dude, he, he got that job. They got rid of him pretty quickly, though. Yeah, he was shit canned immediately when the when the ratings went down. How can you build a show? Yeah, it's, that yeah, quickly. It's, and it was doing honestly, it's after. it's not his fault anyway. We all know who's fault. I don't it think is. And he, he knows how TNT operates and works. It's what you said, and the reason why I said yes so fast is what you what you went on your soapbox on last week. The P word, production. Mm. Mm. That's what Bischoff would help with. That's what he can help with. He doesn't need he doesn't need to be the on air personality. He needs to be what Bruce Pritchard is to Vince McMahon, Eric Bischoff could be to Tony Khan. Interesting. Hey, as long as it's not Cornette, I'm down. <laughs> and, and it's just all backstage stuff. You don't see Bruce Pritchard out there anymore. Bruce Pritchard has a mind for the business. I'll never knock that. But there's some things I don't like about him. He is a yes man. Bischoff isn't. And he, and he hates Nick Aldis. And that's what and that's what Tony Khan. <laughs> I knew you were going to say that. <laughs> and, I, I, and I think that's what Khan needs. Like he's got his wrestlers, and I'm. Rhodes, Cody Rhodes is a genius mind for the business. I get it, but he's a wrestler. Yeah, Kenny, Kenny Omega is a wrestler. Nick and Matt Jackson wrestle. Get Bischoff there to counterbalance the four of them. Yeah, I, I, it, it may, yeah, maybe Bischoff's the guy. I, I, you know, I'm not going to say that he's not. Um, my, my side of it, and my answer would be is I'd like to see this show get. Um, I thought it was a little more edgy last week than this week. A lot more edgy last, and I would go even further with it. Um, yeah, and I think you can help it, with that. It, you, if you're if you're talking about you're winning eighteen to forty nine. You're slaughtering eighteen to forty nine male. Um, yep. To me, that tells me you have the opportunity. Yep. Uh, your target audience wants a adult male mm. wrestling show, and yep. I think mm. you should placate your audience. Yep, that would be my answer. Yep, and he does that. He like if you check out if the boxes where they need they need help in, and the boxes what. Eric Bischoff is good at again. I'm, he's good on on air to be a heel. I'm, I, I'm, we're, we're taking that off the table. Just yeah, I don't, I don't think they need him in that role. I agree. No, with they you, don't. Though. They don't. But all the all the in, in, uh, lack of a better word, the inadequacies of what's going on with that show. Eric Bischoff can help that. Even even will, you know overnight. No, it'll take time. But no, but I have, think in in today's. World, today's world we live in, 
you can almost consult. I don't know if that's a good word. From afar, I mean, obviously, there's times you want to yep. be there, but I mean, exactly. why why can't you have a Zoom conference with the EVPs every exactly. week and be like, hey, this is what I saw, this is my idea, and then maybe they go with it, maybe they don't, maybe he just maybe he works directly for Khan, yep. but he could yep. be there sometimes, but then he doesn't have to be there every week because let's face it, there it's not. It's not 1996 anymore. We have a lot of technology in a lot of ways, especially if you're in a backstage consultant role to make an impact. You know what I mean? If you and, and again, I'm not a big Conrad Thompson fan. I'm not. If I ever see this dude, I probably want to punch him in his punch him in the face. I think he's annoying. I, I, a lot of people hate him. I don't know why. I mean, I, I really don't have an opinion on him, to be honest I, with you. I, I find him very annoying. But if you listen to his show 83 Weeks with Bischoff, Bischoff still has that... The mind is still there for the yeah. business. Yeah. It's I, there. And he's maybe, so maybe, the maybe this maybe this weekend I'll, I'll, I'll parachute in and listen just to see I'll what take. Bischoff's talking about. I, I told you guys that I'm, I'm, this is... I'm... I'm I say this on the show all the time, and I'm 100 percent honest with it. I don't listen to any wrestling podcast, no, radio shows, listened, nothing. I haven't listened since he got fired, but I used to listen to his show religiously. If you, it, if you guys want ahead. a good podcast, uh, this was suggested to me on YouTube, and I actually pressed play, and it was it was awesome. It was Conrad for I believe it was Fighter Fest. Tony Khan was that. raising money. Yeah. yeah it was I Tony, yeah. Conrad, and Bischoff. Yeah. Oh, my God. It was good. It was good. It was good. I saw it last week. It was good. They were both very respectful to each other. Very and respectful to each other. They were kicking things back and forth. Oh, yeah. great yeah. stuff. Great stuff. I, I, Tony Khan needs that type of Eric Bischoff to counterbalance what he's getting from those four. I think so, too. Yep. Yep. You know, and, and it's just because those I think those four need to be kind of put in their place. Three out of the four definitely need to be put in their place. You know, I think for the most part, I think Cody, you know, isn't more the problem as the other three. I think are. I mean, I again, we're assuming. Yeah, you know, I would assume assuming, and agree. Yep, yep, yep. You know, yep because yep. we look at because here's the thing: we look at okay from what we know as fans and what we've been told. Kenny Omega is with the women's division. Big, huge problem. We discuss that every week. Okay, so he needs somebody to checks and balances with. That could be Eric. The tag team division, you know, all the rules, this, that, and everything else, you know, try to get it more traditional. That's why you brought in FTR. Who's responsible for that? Nick and Matt. You know, so for the most part, you know, I think that's where I think that's where he could counter. So let me just—I'm like, just, just shooting off a couple, a couple thing, a couple things here. Um, just because they're EVPs, does that mean they need to have all this creative control of the show? That may be something you need to look at. And you know, just and I, it just literally popped in my head listening to you guys talk. The one thing about Dynamite during the 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 bulk of the the real COVID lockdown. I mean, the Northeast we're still locked down, but down south where they were locked down for a short period of time, um, they filmed a lot of TV 
uh, in a short period of time and then gave us, what was it, five, seven weeks of shows that mm, were put yep. together. And the one thing about those shows, there was a real flow to them. And they were very consistently produced the same way. Where it almost gave you the feeling like there were many too many hands in the cookie jar where right. somebody yeah. had control, whether it was Tony Khan or whoever it was, uh, yeah. put the show together and gave you a show, and you got a very consistent, very good show given all the circumstances. And I think they need to look at that, and I think they need to look at that consistency. Can um, I ask you one, one question not to cut you off? One question. Yeah, no, go ahead. Yeah. What's the common denominator in those seven to eight weeks Two people worked there consistently. Yeah, well, well, yeah, it would be Khan and Cody. But worked there. Worked. We're the not. Box, right? Was the oh, we're, oh, we're not. We're not there. Sorry, yeah, we're I not. Didn't. Ding, ding, ding. Yeah, they weren't. Yeah, they weren't there. Said, cooks in the kitchen. Yeah, I, yeah. I don't see the, the one thing I'll say though is before before I start singling anybody out, and I we do single Kenny out with the with the women because. The general consensus is that's his breadbasket, right? Um, I, the one thing I'll say, I don't know who to blame for what. I, I don't, not not even blame. I, I just don't know who does what, who has what say. Um, do they go, hey Cody, next week's you? It's you know, like you, you notice this with TV shows sometimes because they always have different writers, and the main character is always kind of even but then you have like these fringe characters depending on who the writer is they're very different and it almost is like AEW's in the same realm where I'm not saying a writer but they need the same writer for every show they need yes let everybody give their input but I think they need to get to a point where there is a there is a clear cut somebody who's producing this show um, and somebody who's the end all be all um, of what it is, yeah. whether it's Cody, whether it's Khan, you know, whoever. I don't care. I don't care who it is. They need to pick that person, and I, I think once you see that, I think the show will will kind of take on a, um, you know, it will just it will just kind of take on that consistency and that uh, that kind of you you know what you're going to get every week type of thing. Because right now we don't know what we get every week, and and, and we even even when the show was probably better when there was fans uh i, I we you know uh at, at white house you and i used to talk about this and edwards i know you when you were doing your youtube gimmick you used to mention mm-hmm. this where you'd get like that really good show and then the next week is what the hell happened and the next week it's like ah, oh, it's not too bad then it's what the hell happened and then you get the really good show again and i it's to me this isn't just a common theme for them coming out of double or nothing this year. It's a common theme from them since Dynamite started. Yeah, and could, yeah. sometimes could, it's segment by segment because I think they switch. I, I, we don't, I we don't know. Yeah, we, don't, yeah, we just don't know. And the, the, it, it, the flow is, is just very different week to week. And, and, and you're, yeah, I mean, I don't know. I, yeah, I, the thing is, I don't know. I don't, I don't know whether to say yes or not. Whether that's true, you could be a hundred percent right. It's all speculation from here on out. But they, this is this to me at the end of the day, and I think we're all in agreement on it. Is looking like the idea of too many chiefs, not enough Indians type deal. 
Could be. Could be. I'll tell you what. I, I have a, <laughs> and this is great because, oh my god, you only have to watch it once <clears throat> to remember the highlights. But I have like a early two thousand shoot interview with uh, Hall and Nash, and I can't remember who did it. Might have been like that RF video. I can't remember who it was, but it's like a two hour video of them just talking. And as it goes on, they're getting trashed just drinking. And, you know, it gets to a point where Nash is like drooling on himself. It's fantastic. But he said, and this always stuck with me when I saw it, he said, like, when he was in WWF, he could go into Vince, like, in 1994, 95, and he'd be like, yo, where do you have me in uh, November? You know? And it could be, like, in the springtime when he's asking this question. And he said Vince would get his tablet out and flip to November. And he'd be like, oh, I have you with this one and this one. It's it's the uh, Survivor Series and blah, blah, blah. And here's the plan and how this is how we're going to get there. And he compared it to TNA. And he, at one point, I mean, they're trashed at this point, right? But they're going, TNA booking was like a, a vat of chili on the stove. <laughs> you know, and you have Jeff Jarrett come over. Jeff Jarrett comes over, takes a piss in the chili, and then Dixie Carter walks over. She takes a shit in the chili, you know. And whoever else was there, I couldn't remember if he was talking about Pritchard or whoever. But he's like, he was proving the point: too many cooks spoiled broth. Yeah. Because it used to be, like AC, you said last week: start, middle, end, start, end, and then you get to you fill in the middle. Yeah, fill in the middle, yeah. That's exactly what he was talking about. So I get the impression, like, that always stuck with me. So when I watch wrestling now, I see that, and I watch AEW, you just, and White House, you just said it, it feels like segment to segment anymore than show to show. There's got to be too many people. And I don't know if Tony Khan, like, you know, you, you can have a Joe White, and I'm sure Jim Cornette, because Joe White says it, so I'm sure Cornette said it at some point. (laughs) <laughs> he's a money mark right yeah. are these guys taking advantage of that aspect of it because he's not necessarily he didn't come up in the business or you know what I mean like there, he needs to I don't know I want to say and I don't know him off. and we don't know we're not back there right, right. Bischoff could counterbalance that right he and, could and, be and, that guy for him it yes. could, but let me ask you guys this. It could, or it could not work, and there could be a couple of reasons for it. Um, is is it not, maybe it's not the idea that too many guys are running this show. Is, is their philosophy off? Is their philosophy to be... Fly by night. A smorgasbord. Is is their philosophy? It's not not even just a not even just a smorgasbord. Is their philosophy? They, they you know they talked a lot about reacting to social media and they they clearly have in their actions. You yes. know, are they are they going into Thursday, Friday, Saturday, Sunday, and seeing what the social media scuttlebutt is? And then the next week, building dynamite off that, and could that be an issue? Which clearly can't. And I, you know, it, it's funny they say that about Vince because 
when when Vince was in his heyday, I mean, it, that it's very much believable when you yes, see yes. a lot of the things that happen. But when you see what happens with WWE now, you would question whether he might have got away from that, and maybe he's too reactive. You know, me. I would agree. We were talking about YouTube videos. You know, Vince sees it. He goes, "Oh, she got a uh, thirty million views, pal. That one only got two million. Use her. You, you know what I mean." Mm-hmm, and mm-hmm. and is 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 AEW is Cody is Tony and and the others involved too much with what the social media reaction to what they're doing is because let's face it you can get a social media reaction and I'm not saying it's it's not representative of the people that are watching but if you have eight eight hundred thousand viewers are you reacting with even enough percentage of that amount of people to get a true determination of how everybody feels about it? Or are you just reacting to the vocal minority? Mm. Mm. It's something to think about. You know, there's so much there because when we saw, before the TV show started, we saw the Cody versus Dustin, who everybody loved. You know, it was an old school match. It was storytelling, psychology. Everybody, even the young fans, loved it. The flip flop and fly fans loved it. Yeah, knowing he's Dusty's kid. I mean, I've we've heard interviews with Dusty saying, "Yeah, imagine driving in the back seat with your dad up front driving Dusty <laughs> talking about wrestling." Like he has to know, right? Yeah, yeah. And his matches show that he knows, but at the same time, like we see these. We see shows from time to time, and it feels like a Cody show. Yeah, and out of all of them, who, who would you, you know, who would you trust weird. more? I, I, I think where you're going is is who if if you were to line them up the four EVPs oh, and, Cody. It's and yeah, it's not, it's not it's not even close. Yeah, it's not even close. It's not it's not even close. But that just on his wrestling matches alone. I get I get I get the sense though that he he is very much about. Being very much inclusive, being very much uh, about everybody, uh, being very much putting everybody over it—it it, it, it seems to just be his nature, which is fine. It's a philosophy. But well, you, you almost—you almost wonder—you you almost wonder if Cody was just like the lead guy in a dick, if it wouldn't just be better for AEW. I wish Cody had just a tick, and I'm not saying I—I I, I don't know personally. I, I've had a conversation with him for. Three hours, but I wish, from what I see as a fan and what I, assuming, and again uh, this is all assuming, I wish he had a little bit more Triple H in him, stick more, you know, yeah. because, you know, put himself in the spotlight a little bit more because he knows that's best for business. Mm. You know what I mean? Or, or, or even just business, or even just you know? having the idea, like yeah, yeah, what's that? It is. It is what's best for business, uh, and uh, I think and at, at the end of the day, now. they could. I, I still. I still think at the end of the day, right now, and I. I still think there's opportunity for it. Um, when they tried to give you everybody else as the face of AEW, other than Cody, the fan reaction was Cody was the face of AEW, yeah. um, and they didn't capitalize on that. Uh, they didn't capitalize on anything with Omega. Uh, they did with Jericho. I'll, you know, the Jericho stuff was great, yeah. um, and and that that obviously is a major positive. 
I just think they went the Moxley route, and the Moxley route probably should have been the Cody route. Yeah. Probably. Yeah. 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 My opinion, yeah. Because I hated the the Moxley route at first. I'm I'm good with it now because I think he's doing doing the – no, it's not. It's not horrible. It's not. It's not. It's not it's horrible. Not horrible. It's but the one. Thought. The one thing about the one thing about the commentary too, and I've brought this up before with Jr., where he seems to, in certain areas, like try to tell you how you should feel about something. Like whether you believe it or not, folks, John Moxley's the face of AEW. Uh, when, you know, when he talks about the Young Bucks, he's almost trying to convince you they're as good as you're supposed to believe they are instead of just letting it play out in front of your eyes. He did that with Statlander. Uh, there's just certain people I, I've seen him do that with. Oh, and I always... The women's division. I think he's told Yeah, but he, but he... Yeah, right. Maybe he is. Yeah, he, to me, he's... Do, hmm, this is so tough. Like, to me, he's doing his job, but from an old-school perspective. Like, that was the announcer's job back in the day. But when yeah. you do it for everybody... Like it, it comes off as too much. It's yeah. Too okay, much. Jr. Tell me more. Right. Right. Yeah. 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 I hear you. You know what I mean. It just comes off as like he'll do it for Matt and Nick in the same match, and it's like, well, wait a minute. So which one is it? <laughs> you know what I mean? Right. right. <laughs> well, here's the here's the big question. This is a this is a great conversation we've led into here. Uh, man, can you guys see at some point like I want to say Tony should probably put his foot down now. And probably rein some of this stuff in because, who knows, like in a year from now, if Moxley's contract is up and he just takes off and does an interview somewhere, is he going to be like, my God, you have no idea what the hell goes on in that company? Well, if he leaves, you know he's going to. (laughs) Right, exactly. He's already proved that. (laughs) I mean, I could just see some guy, you know, whoever it is, maybe Moxley, he's going to be like, my God, you have Nick and Matt showing Somebody's up, and they're they're joking they're themselves. Off. Off. But yeah. but yeah. Oh, you, you might have the you know the crazy part is the crazy part is though, I I kind of think a lot of them like the idea that they have that front part. Their e- their egos getting stroked a little. He might just yeah. stay and be like, oh, I love it there, because he doesn't oh, have maybe. Vince. He doesn't have Vince's pressure to be you know. Listening to his interview. The one thing I'll say about Vince, although he's lost a lot off the fastball, clearly, um, he's probably you know there's probably one other, only one other prominent person in this country that's lost more off their fastball than him. And I think you all can guess who that is. But anyway, <laughs> <laughs> anyway, moving on from there, a lot of the the the, the, the little. <laughs> Alexa, who would that be? <laughs> no, no, but having having said all that, she's talking to me again. Uh, having said all that, um, you know, like the goofy things where he's like, "You need to cover your nose, pal." So put a, you know, put a pin on it, and you talk like this. No, wear a gas mask, pal. Like the ideas are like goofy and not funny and weird and like why why would a brilliant man like and let's let's face it in his heyday Vince McMahon is a brilliant man right uh, I think sure, we could yeah. all agree I think we could all agree upon that yeah. but at the same time he still was putting the pressure on somebody to get the best out of them I didn't like that promo redo it oh that wire's hanging down I don't like that in the background pull it up 
And I, I think it plays off the point Edwards made two weeks ago about the Swole promo, where it was like, nobody had the foresight to be like, this is not good enough. You know what I mean? And, mm-hmm. and somebody like Vince is going to be like, well, no, no, hold on. I don't care if you do it 40 times. Do it until it's good enough. And that might, whether it's Bischoff, whether it's Tony Khan grabbing his balls, Cody grabbing his balls, whatever, I think that's what they need. Um, Yeah, granted, you could, in most cases, in these little promos that Moxley's going to cut or Jake the Snaker's going to cut, you hand him a microphone, you let him cut the promo, and 99.99999% of the time, they're going to give you a good promo. But with the other people in the company, I don't think they should be assuming that. Yeah, Taz is always going to hit it out of the park. And even when he doesn't hit it out of the park, it's his worst promo is still going to be pretty good. But there's a lot of people on the roster that it's not going to be that way. So I think that's where the idea where somebody comes in and goes, hold on a minute. Try this. Be a little more aggressive there. Get that wire of the background. Why don't you turn yourself this way and use that backlighting? Mm-hmm. Cut that promo down by 20 seconds, and here you go. You know what I mean? And I think I'll, I'll yeah. may, maybe that's just Bischoff. that's Bischoff, man. Maybe I, a maybe, little, I, 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 maybe I, a little micromanaging isn't a bad thing either. Yeah, he could micromanage. I mean, I think when you look at it, as I mean, I just go if you go back in the archives and just listen to some of Bischoff's, you can pick and choose who, what, what theme you're going to go with, and just listen to him talk that. This guy, he, his mind, you know, you don't need him as the character. You, know, you don't need him on TV. He's good with that. He doesn't want to be on TV anymore. You know, and it's just, and you're not looking for, a, 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 it's not a nostalgia thing with him. I'm looking at right now, the weaknesses I see with AEW are all eight Eric Bischoff strengths. Like, it's a no-brainer. And it's just like, he's very close with, with, with Shivani now. So you've got, I, I have, I'm sitting here, I'm thinking, you know, JR's close with him. Uh, you know, he's close with, 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 with Jericho. He's close with, 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 with uh, Shivani as well. These guys got to be telling him, telling him, meaning Tony, you got to get Bischoff in here, especially after he got fired, got totally shafted and screwed by Vince McMahon. And I'm not saying that because I'm not high on WWE right now. I'm just saying it's a screw job. Didn't, this fucking guy moved him and his wife to Connecticut from Wyoming and he didn't give him ample time to do his job. And you Great. fucking fire him. 100%. How the fuck do you do that? Wait, why you would know? you move from Wyoming to Connecticut? I mean, that's your first mistake, bitch. I know, right? You know, <laughs> Especially with the type, you know, his, uh, his lifestyle he now has and it's just it's just just Tony needs an eye he needs a he needs checks and balances and, and you know he's not getting those checks and balances I'm sorry he's not because he's surrounded well, I mean, by but do we wrestling know, guys he's well not but, but wrestling guys but what is the great what guys, it, but they're all wrestling guys ju- just just to play devil's advocate though is sure, where's well, where, where's Tully? Where's Arn? Where's Billy Gunn? Where's Dean Malenko? Wrestling Malinko? guys, wrestling guys, wrestling guys, wrestling guys. Yeah, they, I mean, they're all going to be wrestling. Yeah, but they're all. Yeah, yeah but they're they're, these, they're they're coming from a different era. They're coming from 
you know, uh, I understand. None of these, none of these guys are saying anything. That they don't have any influence. Uh, J- Jr. Edwards, you're better. You're better with words. When I, you you can equate better than I can. Like you get what I'm saying. I mean, at this point, Bischoff's still a I wrestling do. guy too. I mean, but different. But but he's but different. He's more. I just don't know if I'm putting Bischoff on the same pedestal that you are. Well, here's the. I'm okay, not saying he's a bad choice, it's a but it's not a pedestal. See, that's the wrong. See, I get. I'm not explaining myself right. It's just what. I think what? I think what you're trying to say, like, okay, for example, Edwards translate. I'll try. Please uh, translate. <laughs> I've, I've heard uh, I've heard Russo and Ferrara, who are not wrestling guys. They're Mike TV Ferrara. Guys. They're writing. They're story writing guys. Uh, not not Mike Ferrara. Magic. <laughs> Oh, oh, Mark for uh, same 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 church wrong pew or right, right church wrong right, pew one of those right. things. Yeah, I, I, yeah, we're pretty close. We're pretty close. <laughs> so I've heard Russo say this about him and Ferrara when they would write Raw back in the Attitude Era. He said McMahon's genius isn't that he's the writer. He said that it got to a point when they were writing the show. He said they would be up all night, whatever, watching Jerry Springer, getting fast food, and sitting there enjoying writing the show. And he said it got to a point where he would say to Ed, this is the one. This is the episode where we're going to take this to Vince tomorrow, and he's not going to be able to pick a single thing out of this. And he said they would go to, go into, uh, go to his house the next day, and uh, Vince would read the script. They would walk him through the show, and he said, then the genius would happen. And Vince would look at something, and it would just be like what you said, AC, just some minor detail in a promo. It's 15 seconds too long. Yeah. If you just turn him the other way and he says this, boom, then you have it. Stuff like that. Yeah. So if it's that, you know, that filter, it always gets kicked around. Vince McMahon's the filter. Right. Nowadays, uh, he probably lost the step on his fastball, but if the Bucks come at you know, the Bucks, Cody, Kenny, whoever it is, comes at Tony with ideas, like Russo and Ferrara writing the script. Is Tony able to be that McMahon genius to say, okay, wait a minute, no, I gotta cut this. Boom, gone. That's right. what's gonna I make don't it think fuck. There yet. Or or I, don't think or, it is either. I, I mean I think I think where White House is going is maybe maybe a Bischoff could, could be that. Could or could be that guy or could be the guy that motivates him to Expand, expand on that, or you know, whatever. Um, yeah, I, listen, I, I like the idea of creative people being creative. Mm-hmm. I like the idea if if somebody turns on a camera in front of MJF and he cuts a promo, you know, it's really good. Like, why do it again? Just it's good. Go with it. You know what I mean? But yeah, you know, you, I think you just got to go talent by talent and have an idea of what where you want to get with this. Um, I mean, listen, I I don't, I didn't, I didn't see uh, Ricky Starks on uh, NWA, so I don't know that he, I don't know if he talked or not there. But they they must have had some knowledge that he can talk because they handed him a microphone on live TV, and he very much handled it so he talked but not like that <laughs> i think but i think I, I, but i also think too I, if you if you did notice though 
when they were ready to cut him off, they hit the music. So I don't know if he went a little long or what. I, I don't know. Did you guys pick up on that? Yeah. Yeah. They did hit the music. So maybe that maybe they just told him when when you when we hit the music, you're done. So get to your points or whatever. Uh, but no, it, listen. I honestly I was shockingly impressed that he just grabbed the mic and and hit and hit it like that. You know. Um, not knowing what he's done before, and they really haven't done that with him yet, and that that was a big spot. You know, you're talking about the main event. You're talking about, you know, Cage, Moxley, Darby, Taz, main event, Dynamite, boom. Here you go, kid. Here's the mic. Go for it. I, I like the idea that they they have that trust in people, uh, but also you have to have the other side of it where. The people that need the direction, maybe you give it to them, you know. And here's the other thing: if you're a member of the talent, <laughs> you gotta stop being so damn sensitive too, and just go with the flow. Because maybe there's something you're really good at that they're just letting you go with, but maybe you need a little bit of help in the promo in the promo uh, stage. And I always think back to Roddy Piper and a local New England guy, Anthony Green here, and they were. All these indie guys were backstage on a show Piper was at. And Anthony Green's cutting the promo. And in the middle of the promo, Piper's cutting him off and being like, say it like this, blah, blah, blah. And, you know, he cuts him off like four times. And then he nails it. And I'm just like, Piper literally took that kid's promo from trash to, like, mm. awesome. And mm. to, if I, I'll try to find the video and send it to you guys. Because uh, when Piper when Piper passed away, I actually um, linked up um, Ken and Dave to interview him, interview Anthony Green about that situation with Piper because I knew him from Indies up here. Uh, so Ken reached out to me and was like, "You know, you know this guy? What do you know about him?" And I was like, "Yeah, dude, blah blah blah." And he goes, "Yeah, back in the day when he." When he he was cutting his promo, and I'm like, yeah, I was like, I saw it. I was like, you know, at the time, I never really like thought about it. But then after Piper passed, I rewatched it, and Ken was having having him on, so I rewatched it again. And I'm like, Piper, for no other reason that he just literally coached him through that promo, and it was just so amazing to watch. And I'm like, you know what? For some of the younger awesome. people, and in a place like AEW, you know, to maybe have, uh, dude, e- dude, even if it's fucking moxley like bro come here try this be a little more badass right there or or tone it down a little there and then get you know what i mean just having someone to kind of like critique you who you respect you know it goes a long way yeah the you know hearing the interview too like i i'm sure we've all heard tony khan in interviews but this bischoff one with conrad uh i mean this I don't, I don't want people listening, if you made it this long, um, thinking right. that thinking that the three of us think we're any smarter than Tony Khan, but we're just saying it's an observation because when you see Tony talk, I mean, he'll be like, oh, when was the first time you saw Chris? Because I saw him on the Japan show on, uh, yeah. you know, whatever, July 17th, 1993, when he, he, ra- at, shit, man. he, he rattles this shit off, and I'm like, oh, my God, you're like a freaking... Like you're, media, you're the man. rain man of wrestling, yeah. you know? Yeah, man. Yeah, it's it's impressive. Yeah, he knows his shit. It's just, I think he just needs that 
expertise in the, uh, that particular field. And with, again, listen, the guy's not perfect. Bischoff has his mistakes. He'll be the first one to tell you what they are. And he'll tell you, and he will tell you exactly what he would do differently if he could do it again. You know, it's just, I think with his experience and been down that road before on that network, I think there's more pros than cons to it. And I'll throw this at you too, you guys. I read a interview with JR and he had a couple interesting things to say. And to, to paraphrase, basically, part of the problem is he's, there's there's wrestlers he wouldn't name drop that mm. don't listen. Mm. That do their own thing. Mm. All right. Mm. Now, all right. Listen, hold 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 your thought right there. Let's let's pause for a second. Uh, little 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 pee break, and then uh, we'll come back and let's let's get into the JR comments there. Uh, we'll do a couple other quick things and wrap up after that, but let's take a quick break here. Uh, cool Truth, we'll be right back. Alright, what's up, what's up, what's up? I'm AC, Cool Truth, Cool Truth Podcast Productions, uh, Retro Mania Wrestling Podcast Network. With me, White House, Edwards. We are, well, this is like a fantasy rebooking, reworking AEW show. And it just came into a long-winded wrestling conversation so here we are we're back we took a quick break but uh the boys are still with me and uh white house before we uh before we yeah. went off air we were talking about a jr interview you wanted to bring up so why don't we get to that I, I, all the days lately it's been crazy um you guys can relate all intertwined into one i don't know if it was days ago a week ago but basically jr was just you know talking about overall you know these kids are still learning you know, they've never been in the spotlight before. It's all new to them, especially on that big, you know, on that big spotlight, TNT, of course, the production, everything. A lot of these guys' background is all from the indies. I mean, it, 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 three out, it, it, that includes three out of the four EVPs. You know what I mean? So it's just, this is a lot of new newness. But he made it, I don't know exactly how he worded it, but basically... You know, a lot of them are still learning the ways and are not doing what they're supposed to be doing, and that's kind of kind of the interpretation that, that I, I got out of it. And I think that, and my question is, you know, with Jr. saying that, and you could tell, and 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 you know, he's not just making this shit up. You could tell in this commentary when he's throwing digs and taking jabs and his one-liners on stuff he doesn't like on the show. So if they're not really doing what they're being supposed to be told, if, if this is true, then is that part of the problem as well? Obviously, you know, 
that could be part of the problem as well. Um, I got a quick thought, and I'll let Edwards take over. Uh, I, I mean, obviously, I'd say yes, and that may be part of the reason why we see a younger, a younger team, a private party, or a younger wrestler. Um, you know, take your pick. Uh, get into some heavy matches for a week or two, and then they kind of disappear. I don't know that's the if that's the explanation for a Lance Archer or Sean Spears, uh, guys like that. But for the younger, you know, up and coming guys, I think that could be a good explanation. Um, I don't know, Edwards, how you feel about that? Makes sense to me. Um, but as White House, you were explaining that thought popped into my head because we previously mentioned uh, what Monday Raw and Nitro were doing you know at the same week numbers wise Um, I was thinking about like there's there's a lot of guys I know that used to watch wrestling but now they watch UFC and the reason that they loved the Attitude Era was because Stone Cold was on the mic The Rock was hysterical on the mic and I'm just thinking you know, I have seven hundred thousand stuck in my head for AEW. AEW, yeah. It seems it's so to be like, far off. It seems to be like they're that just that number they seem to hover around. Yeah. So my, my question is like, okay, so and it's hard for because I'm you know, the three of us, we we love wrestling. AC, you're probably closest because you're also you have a love for UFC too, but I mean, if you're a guy that, like, wants to see this new wrestling on AEW, you want to check it out So on TNT. So you check out AEW. And the first match they gave us this week was the five-on-five tornado mess with Rick Knox. And you see the spots where, you know, That was Jericho... actually... Uh, sorry to cut you off. That was actually Aubrey. Good. Oh, was it? Yeah, yeah, it was yeah, Because right. remember, they kept, they kept, they kept making excuses... Off. Yeah, they kept making yeah. excuses for you. Like, how do you expect yeah. her to take control of this? Yeah, JR's like, what? What? Yeah. What's she supposed to do? Yeah, yeah well, yeah. she can call for the bell and just you know stop the match, but whatever. Thank you, everybody. But anyway, if you're a guy that did watch wrestling and checked it out, and you saw like Chris Jericho, oh yeah, I remember him. He was awesome. But you see him standing outside the ring waiting with you know three of his teammates for Luchasaurus to get set to do a dive over the ropes and then you fall down when you're not even hit if you're a ufc guy at this point maybe you're 48 years old maybe you're 50 years old what are you thinking remembering the rock and austin yeah. undertaker Shawn michaels and then you see this i is I, that part of the problem too you know what i, I yeah I, I this is what this is what i say and you obviously i'm a ufc guy and Especially right now, uh, to me, the UFC is the best thing that's going. I'd watch it over anything right now. Uh, but um, that's rather here nor there. Uh, as far as an old school wrestling fan type would be, um, you know, I have a couple friends who are old school wrestling fans. Uh, they mm-hmm. go to WrestleMania. They, yeah, they go to WrestleMania every year, and half the time they haven't even watched wrestling the whole year, but they just go to WrestleMania every year because they. You know, where Hogan and Warrior and Macho and, you know, uh, Ric Flair and Rick Rude and, you know, go down the list. And then they went into the Austin Rock, uh, Triple H, you know, that era. 
and and they really haven't watched since then, or they're parachute in here and there, and they don't like the product of today. They, if they saw, I'll, I'll tell you this though: if they saw Lance Archer, they'd like him. Um, if they saw mm-hmm. Drew McIntyre, they they they'd like him. Uh, you know what I'm saying? That, that they don't get into when I'll, I'll give you a perfect example. One of them in particular, my boy Strang, and he, he probably wouldn't listen because. He's very much. He's the biggest Hulk Hogan fan you ever you ever see. He actually has the original green title belt that Hogan won. Oh, he bought one of. I swear to God, he that's has awesome. It. Yeah, and then, dude, when he posted that he got that, I was like, dude, you're the biggest Hogan fan ever. There's there's nobody bigger <laughs> than him. He when 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 NEW brought Hogan in, he was like there taking pictures with him. He's in the front row. He's dude, a kid in the fucking candy store. You know what I mean? But I mean, but the rest of the indie show, he doesn't. He didn't care. You know what I mean? Um, which is fine. Everybody likes what they like. I remember when Daniel Bryan was having his run, he would still he would probably parachute in more because you know you still have Randy Orton, Batista's back, Triple H is still pretty prominent. Um, he actually is. If anything, he'd like a guy like Reigns or Drew McIntyre now. Um, you know the bigger the bigger type guys. Um, and but he sees Daniel Bryan and he's like, "Who's this little mm, P fill in the blank with kick pads?" I, I'm I, I can't root for I can't root for this guy. Like, what do you mean this this guy's going to be champion? And although for us who watched it in the moment and were invested in it, it was fantastic. David versus Goliath stacking the deck against them. You know, uh, one of the great WrestleMania moments ever is. Daniel Bryan winning against Triple H to open the show, uh, winning the three-way match at the end of the show. I mean, for everybody who lived that moment, it's like a huge moment. It's probably the best moment in the last decade for WWE. I don't, I, 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 I don't know where you you top it. Um, but a fan like him, he's Brock Lesnar. He, oh, I, I could see it with Brock. You know what I mean? And they're not going to see it with. With a guy like that, and I, I th- you know, to your point, if he turned that on, he might kind of look at a Luchasaurus. Definitely see Chris Jericho, but seeing the rest of what went on, probably would turn the show off. Um, and not see a guy like Cage, who maybe you could be attracted to, or 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 even a Cody. Uh, yeah, he's you know, Cody's not a huge guy, but hey, Cody was in WWE. You know he's is Dusty's son. I might I, maybe I could like Cody. They, my point being is they may not get that far because that opening match was such a shit show. You know what pisses me off with that comp with with that that sediment. Uh, words one you're you're right is they got a guy on there that could do that every week, but he's choosing not to. Like I'm I, I, I'm sitting here shaking my head and I'm and I'm kind of fuming because I'm getting frustrated is because they got a guy on that roster that can do that every fucking week without breaking a sweat that's how good he is and he's choosing not to pisses me off it just pisses me off who's the guy Kenny Omega. Kenny Omega. I knew uh, you were going to say it. <laughs> I, I, I kind of figured that's where you were going, but I don't even... I, I don't, I don't, Kenny Omega. I, I, for, the guy, f- 
for the guy I'm talking about, I, I don't think Omega would. I don't think he'd be attracted to. No, Omega. no, right. But he could give you that. He could give you that every week. Definitely every every pay per view. I mean, they don't go every every month. But they got a guy that they could they could you, ev- elevate that roster. To, to put it to put it into context for people listening, and I know you guys know this. But you got to remember, these are guys like watching like Don Morocco versus Dino Bravo. You, you know what you know what I mean? Hercules, right. Haku. You know what I mean? Like it's just they can it, it's, definitely get behind. They, it's uh, they can definitely such, get behind the cage. It, it's it, it, yeah. I, I think, right, I think yeah, yeah. Yeah. Here here's here's the problem. You're going to lose them at some point with today's wrestling. They're not conditioned to watch today's wrestling. You know what I'm saying? Like, even at an indie show, they're like, fuck those guys, I'm here for so-and-so. Like, I, I, I have friends who have went to indie shows just to go to the signing and left before the show ever went on. Oh, World War Animals is going to be there. I'm going to go get his autograph and leave. And pay for a ticket to get in, to do it. You, you know what I'm saying? So, um, it, I... I Guys like that, I don't know that you're gonna you're gonna pull them in, um, which is very interesting uh, with the NXT rating that they do so well in plus fifty. <laughs> uh, it's I, so weird. I don't know how to equate that. Like, is does that mean like young kids are watching it and it's just being misappropriated to older people? You know, man, checking out the hot chicks, man. It could be, could maybe, be. or they're just. What condi- is James doing on a Wednesday condi- night? Do condi- we know? Listen, stay, <laughs> what's he doing on a Monday, Wednesday, Friday? We we don't know. <laughs> exactly. Worried about creamy cannolis or whatever the hell he's talking about. <laughs> Shout out, stay. <laughs> <laughs> He'll be listening on the way to work Monday. <laughs> yeah, yeah. No, but it's 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 that is a very interesting part of the rating. When I like, it, there's times that NXT will beat AEW in the overall number. You know the so the average number and that when when Alvarez posts that number, so that's the average total viewers for the entire show, right? And then he'll be like, yeah. You know, NXT had fifty, you know, or five thousand more viewers, but they only won the plus fifty-five demographic, and it's like, what? <laughs> you, you know what I mean? And it's, it's like, is that just the condition? Like, I just watched, I just, I've been watching WWE forever. Yeah. They've got like, like, like Rosenbluth. Shout out Dave Rosenbluth, kicking out of two podcasts right here on Retromania. Uh, my boy is he's he's a WWE guy. That's what he is. What he is, he likes it. Um, he, I mean, he doesn't love everything. He'll he'll take its shots where he needs to take it. I mean, he 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 does give AEW some viewership, not live, but he'll watch it and critique. He likes some things, doesn't like some things, which is cool. But he's a WWE guy. He's gonna watch what the WWE product. Um, he's. I'm not saying he's over fifty because he's not. But I'm just saying is there are people that way. So it just it's it, it's kind of very, it's kind of, when I don't when I think of NXT I just think like hipsters you know like like what we saw when we went to AEW crowd you know what I mean like the hipsters yeah. in their fucking jean jackets and bullet club shirts and you know I I kind of 
envisioned the same crowd for NXT, which was so interesting that them going head to head would be, you know, a big a big thing. Uh But as far as like what Edwards what you were talking about with like the with a with a, a fan base that grew up on we'll call it the golden era, you know, even to the even to the, the point of, of, of Bret Hart and uh, Kurt Henning, Mr. Perfect, you know, all these guys, you know, it just it was just such when I go back and watch it now, it's almost like it's it's two different things. Like two different sports. You know what I mean? It's it's so hard to explain. Like I get like the idea. It's it's a scripted sporting event um, that you know predetermined outcome, and it happens in a ring with ropes, and you have announcers and fans. But the what you watch from like 1988 and what you watch now, it's. So night and day. It's so night and day. Um, would going back work? I don't know. And the reason I don't know is is the people that saw that like are getting older. Maybe I would. I would. My guess would be if you can get the younger fan and keep the younger fan, um, especially high school age, middle school age. And you could keep them. You could probably grow your audience from that. You're not going to grow your audience from from our age group and above, though. Right now, I don't think I don't I don't think you're going to be like you're not going to set the clock back and get the attitude area attitude era audience back. It just it some of it's just too too far gone. You know what I mean? Yeah, they're gone. I mean, they're not they're not coming back. So you have to. It's night and day. It's night and day. Yeah. You just I mean, look at if you if you were to watch WrestleMania three, then watch an episode of Raw from nineteen ninety nine, and then watch fun. right, and then but then in, in the same day, and then watch last week's Dynamite. You're watching three different things. The the basic idea is the same, but it's all night and day. Yeah, but. Yeah, that's that's true. I agree with you 100% everything you're saying, but which one of those three examples is the worst? Um, it pains WrestleMania me. WrestleMania 3, 99 Raw, or 2020 AEW? <laughs> I mean, it, it pains me to say it, but it's probably what we're watching now. Yeah. And I don't know, I don't know what the fix is, because, like, part of me thinks, okay... You know, you brought up Road Warrior Animal. Before he was a wrestler, he was a bouncer, right? <laughs> yeah. I mean, we wrestling companies don't look at bouncers and go, you know what? He could probably work the territory because there is no territory to work. Yeah. Sure. You know what I mean? So no, it, and now it's, it's completely sh- different. And now it's like it's completely opposite because you have kids showing up at the performance center doing tryouts, you know, to – Try and get signed with the company. Can, can I? No, um, no, you know, hang on one second, AC. I yeah, go ahead. Go ahead. Sorry. Go ahead. Go ahead. Yeah. Um, before your point, you know, you you answered Edward's question and said AEW is the worst. But what would somebody of this generation say? It's a great question. Yeah, 
Well, well I mean... Because it, it, it's all generational. Absolutely. It's all generational. Because when, when AC threw... When, when Edwards threw that question out, which one's, which one's the worst, I would have said AEW, which one was the best? WrestleMania 3. Got the greatest match of all time in that WrestleMania. You know what I mean? It's... it's it, but it's it's generational, you know. That's you know, and, and, and it goes back to yeah. We think they, you know, the the fifty year olds think it's bad today because it's gen, it's a generational thing. Yeah, and I don't know if there's a there's a, there's a fix to that. No, no. Well, what my what my point be, my point with bringing that up was for us, that yeah. would be our opinion. But right, right. My point being is AEW. Is trying to placate the audience they're drawing, and if you look into the ratings even more, twenty-two to thirty-five is pretty high. So, to me, should they really be trying to win us over, or should they try, or they should they try, they they should be trying to win the eighteen-year-old over, the sixteen-year-old over, the fourteen-year-old over. Um and it, right. yeah, keep us too. But if you want long-standing fan base, you don't go for the old crowd. I mean, no, uh, that's what uh, baseball does. Right, dude, dude, that's I'm just about to say. <laughs> yeah. That's baseball's biggest problem. Their average right. fan is 52 fucking years old. You right. know what I mean? Which is why what they're doing now is it's another story for another day. But anyway, right. we'll we, we'll digress from there. Uh, what what I was gonna say though is. Edwards bringing up the going out uh, WWE hired or whoever wrestling company hired the bouncer Road Warrior Animal and big guy made him a made him a wrestler you know he's got the look put some paint on him and next thing you know throw spikes in the shoulder pads and you have this savage wrestler it's very different what what basically what happens now is Guys show up at a wrestling school, and all the all every company has their go to wrestling schools where they look for talent, and the top level talent at those schools get picked up. Like New England Pro Wrestling Academy, perfect example. Go to every major roster in the country right now, including WWE, and there are multiple people from that school on the roster, so they're attracting. People that drive two hours to go to that school because they're like, man, if I get really good, I can make it. But the one thing I'll say is what I even noticed recently, and this is very recent, on the indies is I'm concerned about what's coming down the pike here. (laughs) This is exactly why I brought it up because this is where I'm going, I think. But you go ahead. I'm not sure we're going the same place, but I think we are. I, from what I, from what I saw, three, four, five years ago, you know, when when Flip came, when TK came, when Dijak came, when uh, you know, oh, Warbeard was around a little bit longer, but he kind of he kind of had his coming out party then. Uh, Bennett kind of had his coming out party then. Um, you know, other guy, other guys. Uh, Mercedes KV, she ends up with WWE, Sasha Banks. Um, All these different people came through the area over here. Uh, 
when even when they came out in the indies, Vinny Marsalia, Matt Taven, uh, you know, I could I could go on all day. When it's they came Vincent, out, you dig. When when they came, Vincent, yeah, he is. I love him. I you, love dig? Him. I, you dig? I, we, that's you dig? It, you honestly the only oh. the only reason why I want Ring of Honor back is for him. I really, I just want. <laughs> anyway, so um, but when they showed up at XWA, at NEW, at Chaotic, you know, whatever promotion, um, showed up in Bethany, and they came out, you're like. Wow, that guy stands out. Like when I the first time I saw Dijak, I've said I've said the story a thousand times. Like he's going to be a star. Uh, not there yet. We'll see. But I have my thoughts about what you could do with him. But that's for a story for another day. Uh, I, when he I, and I, I knew he was signing somewhere. I knew he was going to be huge somewhere. You know, flip all these different guys. You saw it. The last couple years, the guys that are coming out of the wrestling school, I'm like, what the fuck is going on right now? Like, and and, and I, I'm not trying to shame or whatever anybody, but there's things called gyms, take steroids, yeah. supplements, something. Do, do please. Why? Why is every? Why is every pro wrestler coming up now, either obese or dad bod, no muscle guy? And some of them might even have some verbal talent and some gimmick talent, but there's nothing overly like. At some point. I don't want to, every guy that comes to the ring. I don't want to feel like I could kick his ass when I'm sitting in the crowd. You know what I'm saying? It, it, maybe it's mm-hmm. the era I grew up in with wrestling. Why I can't because kick? You couldn't kick Hulk Hogan's ass, right? It, you, right? You, like, like if that's I, why right, you watch Hulk Hogan, <laughs> right? Or that's why you watch Brock Lesnar. That's why you watch exactly. Roman Reigns. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You yeah, know yeah. what I mean? And and I know when you go to an indie show, it's a little bit different. But when DiJack came out, it'd be like. Yeah, I don't really want to meet that guy in an alley. You know what I mean? You know, Tommaso Chapa when he was doing the indie scene after he left ROH before he, he kind of made it big. Even though he wasn't not a huge guy, but there was just something about that guy really. Yeah, this guy, he's in the main event. He's in the main event for a reason. You know what I mean? It, it's it stood out. Um, Taven, in some, in some respect, there's the charisma factor and... You know, he not that he was used or ridiculously jacked, but you know, he has little, he had his long hair, and he has a little tan on, and all the chicks loved him. You know what I mean? And, oh, I can see it. All right, cool. Now it's like, who who are these guys? And and, and the, these are coming from like some of the better wrestling schools in the air in the area. And I, you know, I even said to some of my older friends of mine that still work the indies, and I'm like, dude, what is up with these guys? And they're, and it's just kind of like a no comment. And then I was listening to a podcast. It's funny because I brought up Taven. It was Jimmy Preston's podcast. And anybody who knows who Jimmy Preston is, he, if you watch Barstool, you've probably seen him. If you haven't seen him in pro wrestling, he's been on Barstool a million times. Uh, thrill ride. Uh, you're talking about a guy, jacked guy, tan, you know, Boston accent, the whole thing. In and out of wrestling for the last 15 years. Him and Taven, Taven's on his podcast, and they're talking about the younger guys, and Taven's like, uh, 
yeah, dude, like, we got to, to school, we got some guys with some ability, he goes, where some of these guys would, like, hit the gym or, you know, and it's just, like, it's, it's, it's almost like the sign of the times, like, I mean, I hate to say it this way, but you look like shit, but I'll throw wrestling tights on and I'll put a man bun and I'll yeah. walk around the ring like a goof and do moves and I'll call myself a pro wrestler. And when I sit in the crowd with Smitty and Conda, I can't even get them to go back because they're like, dude, we could fuck up every guy that walked to the ring tonight. How He's like, this is, even in Bethany, you wouldn't be able to say that four years ago. And I'm like, bro, I hear you. And it's, it, it, I, and we're kind of off the rails and way off AEW here, just what's coming down the pike for the wrestling business. But it's, maybe there's another section, maybe, maybe, maybe like New England hit its peak and we're due for like a, a slow patch or something. And maybe other places in the country, these things are going to happen. But dude, even like when we watch CWF Mid Atlantic, these are a lot of the things that I brought up. Yeah. yeah and, yeah, yeah. yeah. You know, are a lot of those guys going to MMA or, or something like that, and that's why they're not doing pro wrestling now? Or you know, it's it's very interesting to see what's going to happen to pro wrestling. But there's a clear when you, when you take people in our in our age group to kind of tie this all together. There's a clear distinction where we're like, dude, what we grew up with is was pretty great, and it's probably the best of what we saw. And then we had the Attitude Era, which was pretty great. But I can't put it over that because there was just something about that era of pro wrestling that was just very special if you lived through it. Same thing with the, with the Attitude Era. And watching pro wrestling now, are we watching something that you feel that's very special? And I don't really think... I, I wouldn't say that I am. I, I, I don't... I'm not... See, there there came a point in my life where I felt like watching WWE was like a chore. I don't think watching AEW is a chore right now. I do enjoy it, but I tell you this right now. If we didn't do a po- weekly podcast, I would have no problem skipping it and watching it on Thursday morning, Friday afternoon, Saturday night. And I wouldn't be like, oh shit, I didn't watch that live. There was a time in my wrestling life where I was like, I need to watch this now. And I, you, you know what I mean? It, and the Monday Night Wars, I mean, was fucking crazy. Flicking back and forth, taping both shows, watching one and then watching the... Dude, I used to go to school Tuesday morning. I couldn't even keep my eyes open. Because I'd watch Raw and then pop in a VCR tape of Nitro and watch. You know what I mean? It's just... Yeah. It, and I had to see it then. Like I had, I couldn't go to school and talk to my friends and not know what happened. You know what I mean? And I'm wondering, do you think kids are like? What do you think they're like that now? Well, man, I agree with everything. I don't you know. Said. There's so much out there, streaming wise, and, 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 and maybe not to the fathom that we were because of that '90s generation. I don't know, man. That's a good question. That's a very good question. I mean, is it is it watered down? Is it watered down because there's so many companies and so much talent is spread out, and you have the main company doing three shows, and then you have you know another prominent company, AEW, who has a lot of talent. You have New Japan, who has a bulk of especially international talent. 
uh, NWA, ROH, Impact. Is that watering it down? Where if you cut no, that, I, you cut no, that in half. Even, even back in the sixties, seventies. I mean, the sixties, the seventies, eighties, going to the eighties before Vince did his thing. You had the territories. And yeah. Within the territories, yeah. you had within the territories. You had still the Indies within the territories as well. It's almost so, like the world territory now. Right. Yo, I don't necessarily think that's that's the problem. What were you going to say, Edwards? I didn't mean to cut you off. No, that's fine. Um, I think what you where you were going, I said I thought we were going the same place, but we weren't. <clears throat> but I think the two tie in together because my main concern is, and I know we were just talking about YouTube numbers, you know, Somebody will put out, WWE puts out a video, it hits 30 million on YouTube, you know, a clip. But they're not watching in live time. No. It's not appointment TV, you know, like the Attitude Era or, you know, for crying out loud, WWF used to preempt Saturday Night Live, you know, for, right. yeah. for main event mm-hmm. at 11. I mean, you'll never see that again. No. And I'm just, I'm just thinking now, well, maybe the problem is what you bring up. You know, you have a, guys coming up that refuse to hit the gym and the most interesting part about it is it's like if you really look at the uh the landscape of everything like i don't know about you guys but my wife loves jason momoa she loves chris hemsworth they look like stars yeah right yeah i mean it's not about looking like stars i tell you it still works you know, it still works. It works in Hollywood. Yeah. The so maybe that's maybe that's on the the promoters or the schools or whatever. Like maybe you know Roman Reigns that works. Well, it's funny but, that you say the stars. Well, then Cage but... should work for AEW yeah. then, right? I mean, should in, then, in right? theory, right? In, in theory, in yeah. It's funny that you say the stars things. I mean, there was a, there was a report that just came out. WWE had a, a what some sort of company come in to evaluate them. And uh, evaluate the product and this and that. And what it was a failing report. And one of the things that the report mentioned is they need to do better jobs creating stars. Yeah. Mm. Well, I'll say I'll say this. Um, and so you, you guys, you guys like you guys like to bust my balls about guys who end up doing movies and everything oh, else. Jesus. Here we go. But no, no let me go. ask. Let me ask you a question now. Is there a guy on any of these rosters that would be a big that you think could become a big movie star? Uh, on that, even even on the Cena level right now, even on the Hulk Hogan level right now, I would look at I would look at Cage first as a as an actor. Yeah, I don't know. You're asking a lot there. They I don't mean, even hand, they don't even give him a microphone. I mean, I mean, well, he's acting as a wrestler. I mean, he's, he's doing some sort of acting. But if you look at that, but if you look at AEW... Dude, if you put Cage in a movie right Trump. now, he's going to do exactly what they did with Roman Reigns and Hobbs and Shaw. Yell and scream like a fucking warrior and not even have a line in the movie. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, I mean, And that's I Roman Reigns. I'm a fan, but... Uh, dude, he, he was in the movie with his cousin. His cousin did the movie. Hobbs and Shaw, they put Roman Reigns in it. And obviously they had Hawaiian warriors in there, so he fit the bill. Samoan warriors, whatever. And you know they put him in, you know, 
Samoan warrior garb and had him yell. He, he didn't say a word in the movie. I, I, I just don't... If you're looking at, like... Again, there, there are certain guys that, if I asked my mother who they were, they she could tell you. And none of them are in a wrestling ring right now. Yeah, that's that's a big one. That's always a good measuring stick for she how knows, old I'll tell you this. really are. Yeah. She knows John Cena. She knows The Rock. She knows Hulk yep. Hogan. You know what I mean? Yep. Like, you know where yep. I'm going. Mm-hmm. That's a good point. There, there really isn't anybody. If you look at the roster, AEW. Yeah, but I'm, I'm, I'm just trying to think of somebody they could even get there. You know, what I, like even I mean, the Boxley, even maybe, the WWE. As a, as a maybe. Yeah, I mean, Boxley, who yeah, you, you pick. So that's you, about it. Yeah, but but even even with that, uh, I think in his scenario, he'd have to prove that he could do it before, like like uh, uh, the Rock, Hulk Hogan, John Cena. They had a platform that was huge where we're going to put them in movies because their platform's huge. And then, especially The Rock and even Cena to a point now and and what he's doing, uh, built off of their platform. With Moxley, they'd have to use that to build his play. He doesn't have that platform. You know, he's not not on Good Morning America. He's, you know what I'm saying? Like, think about this. These guys used to do Raw and then show up at Good Morning America in the morning. The only only guy I could think of that even has that kind of platform is probably Reigns. He he did a lot of it uh, during WrestleMania time, and he did a lot of it with the, uh, you know, his unfortunate uh, battles with with cancer and everything. So, I mean, he's done it a little bit. And the only person they've really had in, in a while who's on that level is Ronda. It's Ronda Rousey. You know what I mean? Even 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 as great as WWE's been with the women, they haven't even found a woman that they're pushing to that stratosphere. Well, Ronda came in on that stratosphere. So right, yeah. Even- yeah, you can't. But she her. was there. They, she was there, and they did promote a WrestleMania right. around her. That's yeah, yeah, no up. doubt. But she already had that star. I yeah. Mean, I mean, I mean, you got Charlotte. Um, uh, Becky's gone. She's she's pregnant. I mean, that's those the only two. Those are the first two that would come to my mind. Outside of Ronda, of course, that could possibly that could that and I mean, if if you're if you're trying to pick somebody, yeah, Charlotte, yeah, yeah, and I don't even know if they do it. I mean, but those would be the two you'd probably pick. Yeah. I mean, I can see Becky being an actress. I can see her being doing something like that. I think she'd be good at it. That's about it. But I yeah, mean, even even to what level though? You know what I mean? Like we're right, we're talking I, I about yeah, you're talking right. about international. International superstar level, and and wrestling doesn't have it right now. It, who knows? Somebody could come along. I'm not. I'm not saying that. It can never happen again. Looking for anymore? I don't. I don't know. I mean, clearly, but I. Man's not looking for it. I don't know. I, well, I don't know if the. I don't know if the athlete is looking for it either. I mean, they have other options now too. Of course, you know. MMA, in a sense, might have been a detriment a little bit to to pro wrestling. Where if you're if you're a high level college wrestler, Olympic level wrestler, 
if you wanted to make money off of that, you really only had pro wrestling to go to for a while. Now, that's not the case. Now you have, you can go into fighting if you wanted to. You know, yeah. Kurt Angle, if Kurt Angle's now, he probably goes in MMA instead of pro wrestling. I don't know, because MMA was there was there when Kurt came out. No, no still not, on this, not on this level, bro. Not even close. And he still chose wrestling. They weren't making money then. I mean, that, that, that's that's a good question. It was they were losing money when he came up. That co- that company was not making money when Kurt Angle came out. You know what I mean? That's interesting. Maybe it's Ken Shamrock. We could. We could I was just. Out. I was just going to say Shamrock's <laughs> fault. <laughs> Dude, when Shamrock came on, we were like, "What's what is MMA? Who who's this?" <laughs> yeah, nobody knew. No, and then and, we all and, went, oh, this is cool. And, dude, and here, here's the worst part about it, too. Like, even the people who knew who he was saw him, like, get, like, Hoist Gracie this laid in his fucking Gracie guard the whole fight. So his big championship fight with Hoist Gracie on, on the early, early UFCs, his biggest spot on the early, early UFCs, was it, the rules were different. Like, today they would have stood it up, but they didn't. So Gracie laid on top of him, and the fight was terrible. So even, like, the people that knew him from MMA, and they were like, he got his ass kicked by that skinny Brazilian dude, you know what I mean? <laughs> he thinks he's a Hall of Famer, though. Man, I, dude, I don't know. I, I, I just... I kind of agree with his sentiment where he probably paved the way cro- as a crossover, but mm-hmm. nobody viewed it like that at the time, though. Right. Well, mm. yeah, I guess you're right. I mean, not to the it was I'm, some, it was some not, fighter guy. Now he's a wrestler. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But or, but my yeah. my point my point being, it's not like. I mean, the guy I go to is obviously Brock because he went wrestling fighting back to wrestling you know right. and that that's really where that part of the credibility came in i'm not so sure that it really came in with ken shamrock you know what i mean and it, it although he's right he but i don't know that people viewed it like that by bringing up rock i think you bring up a good point um all right guys help me out who was in that class it was brock batista Orton. Brock. Orton. Cena. Orton. Cena. Yep. They, they were all in OVW at the same time. Think about that. Yeah. yeah. And they're all and they're and they're all jacked. Yes. <laughs> Think about it. Randy Orton is the smallest one in that group. Randy Orton now is one of their Yeah, he's the best ones out of all. Yeah. Yeah. It's I you know I find it interesting that Randy Orton um I mean, he's got to be their most credible guy right now, just for his what he's done over his whole career. You know, but with his, with his look and everything, yeah, with his with his look and everything, I, I'm almost surprised that he didn't have more opportunities. Maybe I mean, I know he, he has. Was, I, I, 
I, you know what? I don't know if he was looking for it then. He, yeah, probably not. He probably and he was, he was a bit of an asshole, too. When he too, was younger, so. he yeah. was an asshole. Right, yeah. he'll tell you he was. Yeah. You know, it was a missed opportunity because he had the look, man. He had that look when he was younger. Right right, right around that. I mean, right if, I, that, if I if I saw him in a real fight with CM Punk, I'd pick him. <laughs> you know, that, the, that peak, the peak of evolution... When he was that young, still, I just um, hope. I, I mean, I haven't watched it enough either. I just, um, I just hope Randy Orton is appreciated uh, as much as he probably should be. He, he and I it. went to and I went to um, I went to Money in the Bank last year because it was in Hartford, and uh, me and my buddy Jim got tickets. Shout out Jim, and uh, we were uh, we we're sitting in the. Uh, Xfinity Club there, and uh, I'm watching Randy Orton, and I, I and half of me didn't even want to be there because I I, I hadn't been watching uh, WWE. I really didn't even know all the matches and everything. There ended up being some cool moments, Bailey, the whole thing. Um, but there was one point where I'm just locked in on Randy Orton, and I'm like, this guy is so much better than everybody else in the ring right now, and it, it just just the way he. Like moved and everything he did, and yeah. you know, it just stood out. And I'm like, none of these guys get it anymore. Nope. No. And I think Are that's you- that's why it's so huge with Cody, though, to tie it back in with WWE because Cody does, and he's one of the few. Yeah, I mean, I mean, you uh, J- when JBL had a straight straight interview, not a work, nothing. When he did a, when he did an interview, and I forgot what news channel it was. Fuck. And they man. asked him, and they asked him, you know, who is the best wrestler out there? And, and he said Orton. If Fuck he him. were to start a wrestling promotion, you know, in that prototype that he's looking for, it's Randy Orton. JBL blocked me on Twitter. He has no relevance in my life. <laughs> <laughs> well, I mean... And, and, and you guys are watching, watching the current stuff, but basically he's challenged uh, McIntyre for the for for the uh, for the title at SummerSlam. So it's and, him and, versus uh, him. It's him versus McIntyre for the title. Yeah, yeah. And from I'll, I, honestly, I'll, I, I I will probably watch that. I'll be I'll honest. Probably watch that too. Actually, yeah. and, and, and I'm and actually like, I, yeah, I'm actually liking that. Yeah, and the way it's looking, it looks like that McIntyre is going to drop it to Orton. Because you got Edge coming back, and they're gonna re- they're gonna do their thing, and it would add more value to it if the, if you had the title involved in their feud. So two so, questions, two questions about that. Um, yeah, because I, I can't remember off the top of my head how many times has Orton won the title. Thirteen. It's okay, number fourteen. Okay, so uh, that's that's pretty awesome in and of itself. Yeah. The yeah, second three. question is. You've watched more than I have, and I, I yeah. kind of I felt bad for him at WrestleMania. Do you yeah. feel bad for McIntyre that he finally got his title run and it's during this no, lockdown no, bullshit? Because, because it looks would it, it, it would the, the the thought process behind it now again everything can change is he drops it to Orton now. Orton and Edge do their thing for the rest of the year, and you don't McIntyre you don't think he's at it. He, He's not getting lost. He's not getting lost in the sauce after. He's still no, going to be no, because the plan is having McIntyre have his wrestling WrestleMania moment next year in front of a crowd. 
Well, I hope he gets it because I think he deserves it. I hope and he does. I, and been, actually, the last has been good. His been really good. The last match of his I saw was him and Seth. I don't even yeah. remember what, it, and it was, it was the best match on the card. Yeah. Uh, that his I thought with, with, his feud with Seth was really good, yo. So yeah, no, I think he, I think he, I think he'll get another run at it. But I can see what WWE is trying to do with Orton, yo. Know, Gets the fourteenth time, get him closer to sixteen. I'm okay with it, but you know this thing with Edge, it's really good. And now you're adding the belt is involved in this feud, which I which I get. I, I understand it. Um, when is SummerSlam and where is it? They it was supposed to be in Boston, but they yeah yeah, that. yeah yeah they're still trying to figure it out. And the rumor is it's gonna be on a boat. That's fucking stupid, but... Um, all right. He wants it outside. He wants it outside. I mean, there's other ways to put he, it outside than on a boat. Put it on, put it on the goddamn he, beach on a fucking that's boat. That's the other rumor. That's the did, other. Did, did he I not watch? Know. Did he not watch the AEW shows on the cruise? I thought they were horrible. Uh, but, but he wants it outside and it's a boat, a beach, something like that. Yes. All right. He we'll should see. go to Sweden because they're probably gonna have large gatherings in about two weeks. Yeah. So. Netherlands already has, what was it? New Zealand already has large gatherings. There you go. Their country's clean. If I was him, I would go to another country. If they would let me in, of course, but... They probably won't let Hey! Hey, take more of that blood money. Yeah. Go, hey, why not? I, Abu Dhabi! I put the ring on the beach in Abu Dhabi! Here you go. You just move the octagon and put the ring on the beach. <laughs> That's just going to piss a lot of people off. No, yeah. Abu Dhabi. Abu Dhabi's not bad. It's different than, than fucking Saudi Arabia. Well, yeah. yeah. But you, I'm talking about where the UFC was. Oh, uh, yeah. I don't know, man. I call it Wrestling Island, pal. But, wrestling. Yo, it's just, Listen, uh, pal. Dana White loaned what? me to Space, pal. It's sports entertainment island. I call. I called the Donald, and he got a hold of Dana, and we made the deal, pal. They they, they posted the numbers for the second quarter for shitty as it was, man. The the guy, the company made forty million. Yeah, it's because they fired everybody. (laughs) Of course they did. They they don't even have anybody operating the elevators in that company anymore. Of course, of course they, of course they made. Listen. Forty making forty three million dollars in a couple months to them is fucking cab fare. That's not a big deal. Hey, like, 39, 39 million of that was Zack Ryder. Okay, so. <laughs> 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 no, just in the COVID stage, I mean that's that's I mean that's so I mean it's still making money. Yeah, because they fired everybody. Yeah, and they got people on furloughed. The people who are furloughed have been yeah. told. Yeah. It's extended to the end of August. Yeah, what do you th- what, yeah, of course it is because there's nobody working. That's why. Yeah, you got, you got, you got, hey, here, how, Vince, how many cameramen do you have? Uh, 400. How many are working? 20. 20. <laughs> <laughs> oh, no wonder why you made money. Oh, thanks a lot. And you probably got a PPP loan. It'd be smart if you put it for it, man. Hey, why not? <laughs> Don't worry. Brock's getting his money, pal. But yeah, so so far that's the main event, SummerSlam, or in this. So game. that that's like the the, the the big main event. Match. Yeah, that. that what are what are they what for Monday? So what are they what are they doing with um what are they doing with uh with the 
The Fiend, Bray Wyatt, are they still doing their Strowman deal there? Well, um, I, I'm thinking they're still going Strowman because uh, what you saw tonight uh, is kind of a, 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 a thing with Strowman because he's friends with with, with a bliss. Um, but yeah, uh, that's my guess. Um, what about the late, what about the women's titles? Well, they're doing it's weird, man. You got, you got, you got Sasha and Bailey as a tag team. And now, now, so they're, they're Sasha tag team champions. Yeah. And, and they're tag team Raw. champions, right? Yeah. They got, they're, they're both double champ champs. Um, I don't know. I mean, I mean, you got you got Blake, you got you got Baser mixing it up with uh, with Nyla, Nyla Jack. So maybe you free her up after Sasha. Well, you Bailey, have her. You got her and Nyla, Nyla Jax while you have those other two carrying titles. How does that make any sense? I, I don't know, man. And, you know, you got doesn't have to make Charlotte, sense. Charlotte's off the air for <laughs> for a little bit. They're giving her a break. So maybe you bring her back if she takes it from Sasha. But, Wait, so um, who, so they're they're still heels though, right? Bailey and uh, yeah. All right, yes. so who 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 are who's a baby face that we could get in this pro this program here? With whom? With both? With either one, either one of them. We gotta well, have some title matches. Think, you gotta yeah. think Charlotte's gonna be in a program with either one of them. But I mean, they constantly switching her from SmackDown to Raw constantly. Oh yeah. Um, but, draft, uh, draft them, pal. <laughs> she's uh, I mean, she's a free agent, pal. I would figure Charlotte goes back to SmackDown. She could take it off Bailey, um, and then you set, you get Basil Baszler off of uh, Nyla, and uh, can have her go up against uh, Sasha. Where's Rhea Ripley? Where's Oscar? Rhea is still on uh, NXT. I mean, there's a rumor of her. There's a rumor her you got your call ups usually right after SummerSlam, so you can move Rhea up. Uh, absolutely, that's that's. How about, awesome. how about Rhea, Rhea and Sasha? How about that? I, yeah, okay. I, I I can take that. I mean that that'll be good. Um, you know, but yeah, she's still on Smack on, on NXT. But you, like I said, you usually get those call ups after after SummerSlam because they're doing their thing. They're doing uh, NXT thirty. This is their thirtieth, so that's they're so- making a big deal about it. I got a, I got another important question for you. Sure. Where's Mandy Rose, pal? Oh. She's hanging out with uh, Otis. Uh, man, still with Otis. Oh god. It's and Otis right. hasn't cashed in yet. <laughs> I mean, I'm not surprised. Oh, he's cashing in. Oh, <laughs> he's, <everybody. laughs> yeah. he's bouncing around the belly, pal. <laughs> Where's Easy Peasy Oscar? <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> Where? Uh, who else? Got? What about what are they doing with Ziggler? Uh, he just finished the program, getting his ass beat by uh, McIntyre. Oh yeah, uh, John. Oh, yeah. Drew kicked his ass. Yeah, I know. He is. He's the ultimate fucking jobber. Okay, Kent State best wrestler. <laughs> I remember that. That's an oldie, but that is that yeah, is, is. That, that was that was the great blading for truth. Fucking comment. Was that on Cool Truth? Or was that, I don't even remember if it was on Cool Truth or what the fuck yeah. show it was on. We're talking about him making fun of him for re-signing. And you're like, oh, that's great. Okay, Kent State, best wrestler. See where that gets you. <laughs> that and 
what the hell is Vince McMahon going to do with Biff Busick? <laughs> you love that one. And, and, because we all knew he was going to do anything with him. Where's Gunner? Hasn't been on TV. <sighs> Where's Gunner, pal? Give me Gunner. Can we get Gunner? We get Gunner and AEW just savaging motherfuckers. I will totally mark out for that. Yeah, he's been on TV, man. He was on SmackDown, but uh, he hasn't been on there. I mean, he. I mean, he pledged allegiance to the President of the United States, so he's canceled. I, I get it. So I mean, yeah, I said these terrible <sighs> things on Twitter. Uh, so we got to get rid of him. Come here. Come but anyway, here. I, I, I would say, I would say though, I probably will watch. Uh, what was the date of SummerSlam again? I don't. I don't know. I don't, I don't know. I just. I just. I, I just. I just want to make sure because Shark Week is starting, and I don't want to interfere with my Shark Week. Oh yeah, sharks, pal. Yeah. <laughs> sharks, <laughs> dude. Dude, they better they better watch the ratings that week for Shark Week. Those fucking Shark Week, fucking that shit crushes. No, don't mess with Shark Week. I'm dude, serious. It's uh, it's draw. It's August 9 to 16. So, a shark match, pal. This is what we're going to do. Where's Shark Boy these days? This is what we're going to do. You lose an eye and you wrestle a shark, pal. Rollins versus Shark Boy. So, funny funny story about sharks. There was actually a uh, female wrestler in this area. I'm not going to name names because it's an embarrassing fucking situation, but she actually did a shark gimmick and she would like walk around the ring and she had like a shark tail on her back and then she'd put a shark tail on her head and go doo 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 (laughs) and she wrestled like that Bethany and bro it just to say it didn't go well is an understatement August 23rd all right, so it's the following week. Oh, that, that's when I get back from uh, from VA, bringing jazz. So that'll be the night when I get back. So oh, I'll, probably, I'll, I'll probably fall asleep before the fucking match comes on. <laughs> <laughs> hey, yeah, actually, to keep me awake, should we should we do a live show during SummerSlam? It's a long one. That's a commitment. That's, that's, that's the big four, man. So you know that's four hours. Mm. I don't know if I want to do four hours. You'll do four hours, pal. And you'll I mean, like we could do we could do it if you guys want, but you're gonna you. do it, pal. Four Come hours, on. four hours, pal. Cut the shit, pal. You give Con a show every week. You can give me one a year. <laughs> I mean, do my <laughs> summer slam. Do you really want it? <laughs> do you really do it, do, and you'll do, like it, pal. Do, do, Takeover is the night before the 22nd. Why do I feel like Anthony Fauci and Vince McMahon are on Epstein Island right now? Just... <laughs> <laughs> they all come back eventually. Just do it, pal. You're coming back. It was like it was like when Macho banged Stephanie, pal. Oh, I let yeah. it. I let it happen, pal. In 22 days, you'll be watching my product. <laughs> and you'll like it. I gave you guys with muscles, pal. They don't have those yeah. in AEW, pal. Maybe you one like, or two guys. You like big, sweaty, muscle guys like me, pal. You know you do. <laughs> yeah. 
I'm going to end wellness for SummerSlam. (laughs) End wellness. (laughs) It's called the Unwellness Program, pal. It's it's the same wellness that Triple H and Brock have been in for five years, pal. Yeah. And NXT is the night before the 22nd. Take over, pal. Take over 30. You're going to do that, too. You're going to be live for TakeOver, too. TakeOver. 24-hour cool truth, pal, and you'll like it. TakeOver Abu Dhabi. 24-hour live stream. <laughs> Imagine 24 hours. Jesus Christ. I could have a lot of alcohol. <laughs> White House in the background snoring. White House, what are you doing? Oh, I'm still here. I'm still here. <laughs> All right. An extra oh. bottle of Jack that night, pal. <laughs> White House, like... you're not going to sleep until I tell you you can. Speaking, <laughs> speaking of which, not to change the subject, but can we have a conversation? Because I need, I need to send an email, a tweet, or something to Jack Daniels. Why is there not a handle of Jack Apple? They have handles of everything but Jack Apple, mm. and I'm very, I'm very upset about this. Hello. I need a handle of Jack Apple. The small one goes down too quick. Well, SummerSlam handle of Jack Apple. Oh, yeah. Get a handle of Jack and then Jack Apple and just mix it all together. <laughs> so, so I got a funny story for you guys. What's just going to Jim Bean Apple handle? That's just as good. Nah, too sweet. See, I like it because it's sweet. Okay, so funny story for you. So, he, he you guys heard? Sweet, pal. You guys heard? Uh, Rus- Rusev went on his Twitter and saying he's no longer going to wrestle. Right? Rusev? Yeah. Yeah. He did? Really? Yeah. He's no longer going to wrestle. He's going to. He's going to be a full time switch guy. Switch so, guy. Sorry, uh, switch guy. So, 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 he, so he's hanging out with like oh, Bad News Barrett oh, and all these oh, other no, guys. No, no, no. You see, it gets funny. It gets funnier. So, this was a couple days. So. So when he announced this, right, he's going to be a full-time Twitch guy. Twitch. Two days okay. late, Twitch, yes. He's going to have to do his own full, all-stream stuff on his channel. Next day, he gets kicked off Gets kicked off Twitch. <laughs> why did he get kicked? I saw that, but I didn't see why. Ah, I, I don't remember. I, I don't remember. I Oh, my God. I was too busy laughing. So, yeah. So, uh so now there's people posted on his uh, on his on his Twitter like, "Hey, does this mean now you're going to try to go to AEW?" <laughs> <laughs> That's funny. So yeah, that was my funny story. I, I thought you guys get kicked out of that. that was... Yes, sir. Next um... day he get next day he gets kicked off Twitch. <laughs> um, was it Impact? Streaming on Twitch? Yes, that's where yes. I used to watch them. Yeah, yes. they don't do that. They don't. I guess they don't do that anymore. I don't think so. Nope. Before they were on Axis, I can't remember where they were, but I didn't get the channel, so I. Don't oh, that's right. That's right. They were on a different channel than they were on some kind of weird shit. Some weird hunting shit or something. I don't yeah, know. yeah, dude, they've been on every channel known to me. I know. I since know. Since they left Spike. Yep. It's crazy. Yeah, Destination America. Pop TV. Pop TV. 
wasn't Dixie the one I got on my pop and she was all excited about it? Yeah, I think she was still there. Yeah. Yeah. Darling. She was she was all excited about the EC three. Give it to her, pal. Give it to Dixie. I'll give you whatever you want, pal. It's so gross. (laughs) Oh my god. (laughs) It's like giving it to Nancy Pelosi. (laughs) I don't think it's that bad. (laughs) (laughs) Hey, that's right. It's pretty bad. Dude, I would, dude, I'd, I'd dive into Linda before I went to Pelosi. <laughs> At first, whoop! Got me loyal to that political alignment. <laughs> no, no, that's. Just, I mean, it's just, at least Linda looks like a woman. Uh, anyway, I digress. Um, yeah, let's wrap here. We'll be back. I think, I think, we yeah, I think it's. I think yeah, it, yeah, yeah. We, 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 we're we It's always when, that la- that last ten minutes where you're like, "Fuck, we should have cut ten minutes ago." When we're the, when you we're there now, sex, pal. When you get to sex with Pelosi, I think it's time to wrap up. <laughs> oh god! Oh, holy shit! I'm gonna have nightmares going. <laughs> Oh man! Hey, listen, you're not... stuck in a fetal position. <laughs> you have you have a filter for like three hours and fifty eight minutes, and that last seven, it's just like, <laughs> I don't really have a filter. I'm kidding. Anyway, uh, we'll wrap it here. Cool truth, cool truth podcast productions, Retromania Podcasting Network, Hollywood Edwards, Blading for Truth. Mr. White House will be back uh, this week, and we'll do the uh, AEW Dynamite um, post-show under our new format. We have a couple of cool segments for you. Um, we have mine, which uh, I, uh, I am going to name the Cool Truth of the Week. Uh, we have the White House Whiteout. Uh, basically, he, uh, he likes to white me out, talk shit about things I say. So that could be a lot of fun. Maybe maybe some arguments there. You never know. And the uh, the bulk of the uh, the second hour will be the uh, the Edwards news segment, the uh, Bleeding for Truth news hour, where uh, he throws some wrestling news at us and uh, allows us to react to it. So that that'll be a lot of fun. We do that and also break down the show. So you'll see that new format coming up this week. But that's it for me, AC, White House, Edwards. Nighty night. Nighty night. Nighty night. I didn't even have the music cued. Oh, there it is. Personified, and I will try.